please put a bullet in my head if I'm ever at that place. Of course, you know what you say that when you get there. It's just right. like, a little to the left. <laughs> when you're going online to complain, you can't find Peter Griffin. You can't find Stewie. They don't exist. Right. And so who do you yeah. yell at? I'm so, <laughs> I don't usually have all these props. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually very unencumbered, but I'm wow. very verklempt that you're here. <laughs> you know that. I mean... I don't see you enough. And I know. You're and one I don't of those, look, you're one of those Hollywood people like me who, how do you get them to be, you work with them. Yeah. yeah, if, yeah. I, we're, we're just that way. Anyway, I, let me do your plugs before. <laughs> All right. Take this. There we go. January. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we're dropping this on the 29th. The next day, that's December 30th. Oh, right. You're doing a live show with Liz Gillies at the Smith Center, which is in Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. Christmas album, <laughs> We Wish You the Merriest. I have your one with uh, Little Jack Frost. At oh, Las you do? Vegas. Of course. Oh, well, God damn it. Having... I should have brought you the, the, the new one. Yes, you should have. Fucking A. Well, you know, I'll have someone send it over. I'll, yeah, and that's with your girl. Um... Uh, yeah, Liz Gillies. No, no, oh, no. Oh, you mean no, Nora Jones? Nora Jones. Yes, on the original, yeah. It was so funny. In, yeah. Was it one or two, Ted? Uh, she was in Ted 1. Right. I remember he says, thanks for 9-11. <laughs> it's so, that's so uh, great. Apparently, you know what I forgot, too? I forgot that that line was added after the shoot as a piece of loop. Really? And God, thank God she's got the sense of humor well, she does. Well, it's so because funny because you can't get mad at it because it's ignorant. Yes, so you, exactly. you can all, you know, there, there's, we're making fun of the ignorant, which it is. Exactly right. It's exactly right. The younger generation has, has sort of <laughs> forgotten that mode of comedy. You <laughs> has know? the show started? Yes. Okay, great. Oh, so this is the show. Yeah. There's oh, no, wow. There's never any. Oh, look, there's no preamble. There's nothing. That's, this is, this is what's <laughs> random about it. What do you think? I, <laughs> what do you think I'm reading <laughs> plugs? For, this is the first time I've ever read anybody's plugs right away, but I want to wow, yeah, This is, I said, this is, uh, you're, you're good. You're good. I don't, you don't, don't bother. Oh, and, and look, I almost, I accidentally fell into a segue. Ted, the TV series, <laughs> not the movie with Nora Jones, oh, who God. did not start 9 11. No, no, not at all. It was nowhere near there. But that's why I love that joke. It's just like, it's <laughs> dumb because she is, of course, not anyway <laughs> but even if she was you know what involved <laughs> muslim, muslim right uh, she, yeah, well she's indian yes, yes. but it was, certainly was not the indian <laughs> no 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 it, wow it just so it just gets even worse from here huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is, they were only in the first five minutes oh <laughs> did you did you hear about the chick on only fans who half lost her uh, her who lost a candy cane in her? No. How how does that? How do you get a of a, of a well? A, well, you know what? Cane. Well, you know what OnlyFans is. I do. I do. I do. It's a, yeah, it's have a you ever on the yeah World Wide Web? <laughs> <laughs> the World Wide Web. Have you ever broadband uh, that whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Have you ever? Uh, and been? I have not. I have not visited OnlyFans. No, I was going to say do it. 
Oh, have no, I done OnlyFans? I'm, I'm joking. I don't think you're doing OnlyFans. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, you, you gotta you gotta no, be open to all I, career possibilities. And I would be very very shocked if you even went on OnlyFans, as opposed to me. Who <laughs> have you would, been on OnlyFans? As opposed to me, who wouldn't know how. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I fall as well. Oh come on! I don't. You're I need a lot of help with technology. You? Oh yes. Oh, I yeah, thought we so, were. I thought we were miles no, apart on that. No, 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 no. So at some Great. point. In my twenties, that kind of it, it all went away. Like I could, I when when they stopped using like coaxial cables and like RCA jacks, <laughs> I lost, it all went away for me. Like I like oh I can if you need a VCR hooked up, I'm your guy. But <laughs> but beyond that, I'm useless. I once went out to uh, Snoop Dogg's car. I think this was politically incorrect days, and yeah. I don't know why we were walking out together, but it was well before you could like smoke pot. Well, you still can't smoke pot in the halls of CBS. <laughs> but it was really outrageous. Oh, so then. that's a network policy. <laughs> that's a, come on. It's, it's, a, it's America. We st- but he was, as we were walking out, and then we got to the parking lot, and he had an 8-track. Oh, that's great. And I said, Snoop, I mean, why do you have an 8-track? In his car. Yes. Yeah. And he said, got to keep it real, Bill. <laughs> I don't really understand why that makes it realer, but. I, I remember my grandmother used to have an eight track player in her car. And for whatever reason, when I was five years old, the second I would get in the car with her, I would insist that she play Eddie Arnold. Eddie Arnold? Eddie Arnold. There was an Eddie Arnold eight track she had, and I had to hear it every time we were in the car. Remind me, Eddie Arnold. He was like a country singer. Yes, wasn't he Colonel Parker's first? Uh, I think that's who Colonel Parker had before he had Elvis. That was his. Was like, Eddie, it was Eddie Arnold. I believe so. I believe that was his claim to. Now that's random. They no, told me I had to say that once. <laughs> well, we so we got it out of the way. But we appreciate twice. <laughs> no, really. Um, no, I, didn't no, say I think that. I think Eddie Arnold, as I recall, was yes a country star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was Colonel Parker's big client that had gave him that credibility to. Right. Um, oh God, I forgot Ted the TV series. Drops January 11th. I cannot wait for this. Yeah, yeah. The two Ted movies, the second one may be almost even better, but they are both just such a scream. Well, you'll that, enjoy that, this. You'll enjoy this. Of course I will. Yeah, yeah. It, that, it, that is just some of those things I've seen so many times. The When they're in the firm lab. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Throwing Tom Brady, the perfect. I mean, <laughs> it's that, like it's a pie fight with cum. It's just. I mean, it's it's vaudevillian and filthy. No, but that is one of your genius creations. That uh, little bear. That, yeah, he, he he turned out well. He turned out well. He's he's this. And then to uh, to Peacock and NBC's credit, they they said, "Listen, you, uh, we want this to be like the movies. You don't have to pull anything back." We want this to be what it always, and to their credit, they did not waver on that. Oh, no one would fuck with you at this point. <laughs> what? No, they wouldn't. You're, you're in that, we don't fuck with them anymore stage. You're a boy genius. Which can be good and bad. You're kind you... of Orson Welles, Wellian-like, yeah. you know. But but don't get fat. Ah, the French. Yeah, yeah, and don't, no. he would. He, I think he'd already peaked by 50. Yeah. All right, you're going to be 50, aren't you? Yeah, let's yeah. go with going to be. I can't believe it. Next, this this twenty four, right? Sure, yeah. Oh, this isn't is the, that your big year? This is the. It's coming. It's coming. 
Oh, that's one of the things I brought. Do you remember me? I I never do this on this show. <laughs> Not that this is a show, but um, do you remember me writing this? But I did a thing for Vanity Fair. They must have asked me to profile you. Wikipedia says that Seth MacFarlane is an actor, voice actor, animator, screenwriter, producer, director, and singer. And it would be great if I could just cut and paste the rest of their entry right here and go have a drink with Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> he drinks Jack. Yeah, that's right. And he, and, he, and he does not become a mean drunk, which I think says a lot about a person's character. <laughs> I've seen him in crowds, and he literally suffers fools gladly. Seth was raised in Connecticut, and his allegiance to the spirit of New England is genuine. You can tell his mother and father raised him right, which I find to be a delightful quality in a human being. As a boy, Seth was a girl. And I mean that in a good way. <laughs> Boys are immature and unfocused, but Seth knew what he wanted to do in life when he was two. By five, he understood the concept of getting in the animation business. God, did I suck your dick before or after this? At 24, he was the youngest executive producer in television ever. He's still not 40. <laughs> the bastard. And he runs an empire that includes not just the Golden Goose family guy, but also American Dad, the Cleveland show, the forthcoming Flintstones remake, a burgeoning career as a seriously good singer, albeit completely in the wrong decade. <laughs> and now a movie director of the soon-to-be-released Ted. Okay. Yeah. He's the Ryan Seacrest of talent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's nice when a guy can appreciate his own jokes 10 years later i what was the context of that was that this was a article I, or something obviously was, ted was about to come out yeah and so they you know i remember you did it for me a couple of times that's right magazine that's right. we were kind of i think they call that log rolling <laughs> is that, when is you, that what they when call it praise yes when <laughs> you know the Praise your book, and then you praise mine. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that's, exactly. It goes a lot. It goes on a lot in literature, <laughs> literary circles. Norman Mailer loves, you know, Gorbachev's latest one, and Gorbachev <laughs> loves. Yeah. And then this, mm -hmm. David Mamet. He sent me this today. This is really funny. It's a Woody Woodpecker. Oh my God! And it's. Did he draw no, that? Yes, he draws. He he. Turns out these drawings, I have a number of them here. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker was not actually funny. He was funny for a woodpecker. <laughs> Isn't that perfect? That's, that's perfect. I am totally, I mean, what, I love this. God, it, that, it was, I was obsessed when I was a kid with Woody Woodpecker. That was like my favorite cartoon. Really? Of all the cartoons in about first grade through third grade, it was like Woody Woodpecker. And then I got older and I... I kind of fell more into that camp. Like he's kind of. I watched. I watched no cartoons yeah, as a child. Yeah. I was very snobby about that. You were just Walter Cronkite from. No. The second you're out of the womb. No, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, for some reason, at a very young age, felt like that only film, like su <laughs> Superman. Yeah. Three Stooges. Yeah. But no, yeah. car really, no cartoon. So, like the original Superman, the original Superman. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, we're talking about like 1960 yeah. when I was four years old or something. Um, there are the, so many great jokes about that show, and I wish that, that I've heard from stand-ups over the years. Is who does the joke? Seinfeld probably about he, like, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> like he. He gets shot and he doesn't move. He's got his hands on his hips. Yeah. The bullets ricochet. And the yeah. second the guy runs out of bullets and throws the gun, 
He does. He just, he's got. He tucks out of the way. Does he? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Well, Jerry had the first one about a pair of a pair of glasses is a dynamite disguise. You know, which here's. Tell me if you heard this. I wish, goddamn, if I could remember the comedian's name. It's a woman in Boston. And if you're listening, ma'am, this is a very funny joke. And I can't remember what her name was. Uh, had a joke on Twitter that, <laughs> about the intro to Superman. And it was the guy who said, it's a bird. What was he so excited about? <laughs> I thought that was genius. That is genius. And that, that's why, you know, um, I'm not really the ultimate kind of uh, observational comic. I, yeah, you know, yeah. you have to observe. And, um, but I still, you know, I still have bits that, lots of bits over the years that are not net political and are observational. But those kind of, when you do any kind of observational and somebody gets to one like that, you go, oh, yeah. there was that diamond lying on the ground. We, we all missed it. And we all, we all just it. walked right past yeah. it. <laughs> we all could have seen it. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a <laughs> that's a big one. That's a big that's a right. big that's a you precious just, stone. It just shows if you just hear something over and over, no matter what it is, There's still gold in them hills. Yeah, I would hate to be that kind of comic though, where I was sort of limited to a lot of work stuff that was evergreen. Yeah, I don't mind that. You know, a lot of my material, like I don't want to do it five years later. But yeah, when, especially when it's political. I mean, I'm not going to be doing Mitt Romney jokes. And yeah. <laughs> Sarah Palin, boy, she's a dumbass, huh? You know, it's like, yeah, that moment has right, passed. Right, right. Sometimes you can recycle Sarah Palin jokes as Marjorie Taylor Greene jokes. Yes, you can. And there'll be some other dumb cunt in the Republican Party who'll come <laughs> along and help you. You know, Lauren Boebert. I mean, they're not going to oh, ever be hurting for stupid twats in that party. But these, these, these they're, the problem is they're, they're brands it's like the, you, you look at you look at what is it matt gets marjorie taylor green lauren matt Bober, gates gates is that oh, how you pronounce it yes but they're all people who like if they could make it on social media as like tiktokers or instagrammers they probably would they basically they're building brands actually, and it exists exactly. on the left too but nowhere near as bad no that's very perspicacious that's exactly what they are it's just not um seen that way because they have official jobs. But yeah. they don't do the official no. job of, no, like, don't. legislating oh, and learning not. about issues and that stuff. It's all this, what you're talking about. It's all the marketing. Right. Yes, it's all becoming, a, yeah, a personality. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it is almost performance art. It is. It's, it's I, exactly what it is. It's, it's, I mean, you, you, you see, and they're, and they're good at it is the problem. They're, yeah. They're, 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 they're out to shock you. We did a. But they're not out to govern. One of the future headlines we did last Friday was uh, Vivek Ramaswamy comes clean. I'm a performance artist. And it's, I feel like it's almost, that's actually one that's true. It yeah, is almost yeah. performance art, what he's doing. It's, uh, he, I, he was here. He's, he's a bright guy. Yeah. But what's the motivation? He, I mean, like, what? At a certain point, it's like you're. There's emotional intelligence, I, and there's the mo motivation is to win elections, and um, and the means in these people's minds is that our base, our electorate, is on this kind of level. They don't want to hear about the details. They don't. Trump says a million things contradict. They don't care. They never take him literally. Never take him literally. They take him seriously, but not literally. Even the, still, even though everything that was warned about has come to pass. Roe v. Wade is gone. 
He didn't accept the outcome of the election. Like everything that the crazies on the, the crazies on the left said, this is going to happen. And their right wing friend said, no, it's not happened. Yeah. Well, so me, now we take him literally. Yes? I, 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 the people I was fighting was with other people on the left. I said all along, he's never going to concede power. And yeah. the, and the Democrats I talked to would always laugh me off and say, you're being alarmist. And of course he has to. And, you know, Everybody, Lawrence O'Donnell and, and you know, the, the politicians, the, they would just all poo-poo this idea. Yeah. yeah. So that was, a, that was a fear by about midway through his presidency that I started to have, that this guy is not going to walk away if he loses. Does this bother you? No, no. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I smoke cigars in my own house. You do? Oh, yeah. You smoke cigars? Every once in a while. Why? What, what's I, in it? Once a year or so. But why? But what's, I don't get the pleasure. It's, well, you don't like you don't smoke the whole thing, or you'll pass out. But you're not inhaling it, right? No, no, no. So if you're not inhaling it, and it's not getting you high, it's just like it's like putting just, a turd in your mouth. I don't get it. Just, and that is exactly it what smoking a cigar. That's certainly how you feel the next day that you put a turd in your mouth. <laughs> Why do you do it? Because <laughs> you just look fucking cool. Really? Yeah. If I've had a few drinks, to, to and I'm home. Uh, <clears throat> no, just in the mirror. <laughs> if, I, if I've had a few drinks and I'm home, I will also, I'll have a cigarette now and then, which is... A cigarette I get because I stupidly smoked for 20 years. Did you really? Yeah. For 20 years? You didn't know What that? was your brand? I was the Barclays man. The Barclays? Bark, well, I wasn't I, the Barclays man, but Barclay was the brand. I've you never remember? heard of that brand. Yeah. It must have been cheap. <laughs> it was it, it was like... You know, it wasn't full flavor and cool mildness. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't um, like super hardcore, <laughs> but it wasn't like, you know, one of those super light. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it, it, nothing bugs me about my past more than doing that, which but, was such a dumb idea. Smoking the Barclays. Well, just smoking, because like pot, if it kills me, I'll say, you know what? Not a bad trade off yeah. because it gave me so much. Sure. Liquor even. Yeah. I mean, how many ideas, you know, and, you know, it loosens people up, loosens you up for romance, you know, loosens you up for club random. that's why I brought you <laughs> I've known you a while, but we never... Yeah, it's just only a matter of time, wasn't it? <laughs> it was going to happen. <laughs> We're like Mick Jagger and David Bowie. We're going to suck each other's dick. We're not even that gay. But, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a professional courtesy thing. Oh, yeah. Come on. At this, that's at really this, what it is. Oh, yeah. It's like, you, you have, you know, yeah, it's like, it's like signing a W-2 form, <laughs> whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah, it's just that, you know, I know in show business, whoever makes the least amount of money has to be the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that, so I guess I know where I'm going. Do they still do that? I thought that went out with Abbott and Costello. What? <laughs> <laughs> that, you, that you make the least, I don't know, I'm just going with the bit. Oh, well, I don't know if, if Abbott and Costello ever got to anal sex, but, um, it, but it, yeah. can, it can get worse. Just that Christmas party. And this year, what, you didn't do it at your house? Didn't do it at my house, why, no. Now why, why that change? It was always Just at a your... a lot of noise. Right. Everyone from all the shows <laughs> come and be able to party. And even if I haven't seen them all year, you know, my animation director for Family Guy, I don't see the guy all year because I'm never over there. I see him. I know I'm going to see him at the Christmas party once a year, have a drink with him. And, you know, it's, it's that, that kind of thing. I have so the... it's all a write-off. I have the same thing. We have a rap party. Yeah. For uh, real time, I, I was 
which is Friday. It's oh, same thing. I love it. People I don't really get to see all year mm-hmm. who work on the show. You can spend some time, catch up, tell them how much you appreciate them and yeah. stuff. Difference with this party is I leave out the other thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just one show. What? You, you, I mean, this is a, this is a party for real time, right? Yes. Yeah. I know. This is so we're managing a bunch of you know. I know. <laughs> yeah, to, but it's also it just it there are places in that party that look just like any like a nightclub. Yeah, like this place. Yeah, but <laughs> this place would only fit fifty people. Yeah, um, but then you know, there's family, there's friends, there's like it's it it starts to build up, and then he, and then it becomes there a thing were where many of those parties I went to were I could not find you and never did. Yeah, yeah, that sad. That saddens you. It should sadden you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. With I don't it. know. Depends on what I, kind of mood you're in. <laughs> I'm not the person who needs to invite a thousand people to my Christmas party. But it does. You no. know, you invite this person, and then they—if you don't invite this other person—they're going to get upset, and then it starts to build and grow and grow. And then the people who are instrumental in planning the party—they have their own list. Hey, I put a lot of work into this. Can I invite? And of course, you say yes, and then it just becomes—it just mushrooms. It just looked like a bunch of hot chicks from the club. <laughs> I mean, they did not look that like... That was many years ago. Many yeah, years ago. I don't know if you should all, have come this year. I don't know if all of them were as close friends. Um, <laughs> really? Where was it? It was at the uh, Pacific Design Center. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. The, really? The, the way, is that a, by the way, is that that's your, a 1% laugh. Is that your gag? <laughs> Anyone outside LA? Is that your the Pacific g- Design Center? <laughs> but it's an enormous building. They call they it. They have the, multiple. It's a, it's, a, it's a honeycomb. They, got they call it the size. Blue Whale. Do they really? You knew that. I didn't know that. They, no. You didn't know they call it the Blue Whale? No. It's blue, and apparently it's so big <laughs> it gets compared to a whale. Was it at the Pacific Design? It was, yeah. Oh, it was. It was. It was actually the Pacific Design Center. <laughs> That's for people who don't know. It's like where they have giant conventions. <laughs> you know, we invited most of the Shriners. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like Microsoft mm-hmm. uh, was here last week, and now it's Seth's Christmas yeah. party. Have you heard about microdosing? It's become increasingly popular for individuals looking to improve their health and performance. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. So if you're new to THC and want that perfect intro experience, or you want a reintroduction that's not too intense, these gummies are for you. And if you're experienced, microdose gummies give you a more accurate way to dose than smoking your clove cigarettes that's also nicer to your lungs. Whether you're seeking relief from pain, anxiety, better sleep, a creative boost, or just to relax at the end of the day, microdose gummies are the perfect solution. Microdose gummies are available nationwide. Here's an exclusive offer for my listeners. Simply go to microdose.com and use the code RANDOM and save 30% off all your first order plus free shipping. Go to microdose.com and use code RANDOM to save 30% and receive free shipping. Microdose gummies, because being healthy doesn't have to be boring. Go to microdose.com today. I'm here to tell you about Dr. Squatch. It's a soap, not a monster roaming the woods. If you try Dr. Squatch, you won't be going back to traditional soaps. Dr. Squatch is all natural and the scents are incredibly pleasant. Dr. Squatch is different than traditional soaps. 
Dr. Squatch is special because it is made with high-performance natural products, have no harmful ingredients, and have you looking and smelling your best. It's convenient that we are here at holiday time and you were just trying to find that perfect gift for your relative who stinks. <laughs> right now, buy three soaps and get three soaps for free. That's $28 in savings, making each bar for four bucks. Offer valid for new customers only and free shipping is included. Right now, Dr. Squatch is offering my listeners a huge savings. All new customers will get three free bar soaps plus free shipping with any purchase of three bars. Just go to drsquatch.com random to receive this buy, get three, get three offer. That's drsquatch, D-R-S-Q-U-A-T-C-H dot com slash random to buy three soaps and get three free. It's time to get all the daily routine essentials you'll need to start feeling good and smelling like a man today. Well, people have compared you to um, Gatsby. Oh, okay. You know that. Sure, yeah, I've heard that. (laughs) What are you saying about that? I'm trying. See, I know how to do I'm this. I'm trying to remember back to. I know how to do this job. <clears throat> reading the book in high school. Yeah. <laughs> and, and any little tidbits that are going to be fodder for a joke, and nothing's coming to me. How 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 um, how do you react to that? Uh, that that Gatsby was sort of a tragic figure, though, wasn't he? And sort of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I don't asshole. think. You know what? As, a, as people, when they say it, they mean, oh, you know, debonair guy, handsome, through big parties, and that's what they're thinking, but. Because then nobody reads the book. But I, I always thought the right. book possibly is not a great book, even though it's talked about the great Gatsby. Because the movies that they've made of it sucked. Yeah. So how good could the book be if they it's, keep fucking up the movie? You know what? That's the Alice in Wonderland problem, is that there's never been a good movie made of that book. And I've, ne- I've never read the book, but I'm like, it must be horrible because I did. a kid. Did you? Yeah, I read it in college. I mean, I mean except for the Disney version. But other than that. You know, see, I can't really trust what 19-year-old me thought. <laughs> so, and I don't, I remember I love What 19-year-old you guest starring on Alice, playing a cop? Uh, that was, that was 20. How old were you? Seven-year-old me. I'm watching, I'm watching reruns. Right, you is, that, that is that your camera there? Yeah. I'm watching reruns of Alice, and there, this guy pops up dressed as a cop. And you were very funny, and you were still, you, you, you didn't seem any different. It's not like... Oh, he was like this as a young guy, and now he's this other guy. You seemed exactly the same. It's just really? your hair was a little darker. Exactly the same. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, first of all. Hey, you guys be safe out there. What? <laughs> That's your, your exit line. Yes. That's it. Okay. Full I'll of t- swagger. Okay. Why were you, one, why were you watching Alice? I mean, why not? Okay. What, what, uh, what how, what, what was, was Vic Tabak nice? <laughs> you mean you're that big a fan of the? No, I, it's it's I, you know you were flipping around. No, I I bought the the DVD set because you can't find them anywhere else, and I uploaded it into my system there, and then uh, say like, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna binge Alice, and there you are. I I'm just the shocked. only guy on screen still alive. I'm just shocked that you have this kind of time, <laughs> and also if you ever missed one fucking episode of my show one minute of it because you're you were gonna be really Alice? pissed off because Fuck I- you <laughs> up the ass really okay yeah, but can yeah. i tell you the story now? sure all right so i <laughs> where's my wikipedia thing? i don't know my own life no i moved out here 
I, would, I did a Tonight Show August 31st, 1982. Got invited back in November. That was big, you know, get invited back. Yeah. And then, oh, we like you so much. We'd like you on the New Year's Eve show. It's like, whoa, three Tonight Show shots in just the last quarter. Of the, that's so, of course. And I thought, well, I'm on my way. I'm going to use their ticket because poverty at that time was prevalent. I'm going to use their ticket as I would to fly out. Then I'll just move to California. So I did that. I just moved with three suitcases on their ticket and uh, had an apartment like in two days, did the did the, uh, t- the Tonight Show. And then people saw it. I'd got DC Cab. Oh, yeah, with Mr. T. Joel Schumacher called like the next day, would you like a part in DC Cab? So I had like a movie. And I had, and then it was soon after that, that was my first TV thing. The movie hadn't come out yet. And uh, I think it was Mindy Marin. Mindy Marin was, is a big casting director. Oh, Probably yeah. still. She's very, oh, I see her name on a million movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's what it takes in the business. Like, people think we're a bunch of clowns out here, but actually, a lot of people are really good at their jobs. They're paying in, attention. Including the casting yeah. people. They, yeah. for, for that kind of stuff, for acting and mm-hmm. people who have charisma. And, you know, there isn't, there, there is. Yeah, settle down. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, present company, except. No, no. But, you know, it's a big talent to spot a big talent. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, absolutely. And, like, I really appreciate that, that there is somebody who is like, yeah, this is a silly little role, but this, this, there's something about this guy that's, yeah. uh, that could, and it's so funny that you would now say to me, you were the same, whatever that was reading is the same thing that either infuriates people <laughs> or makes them like me. And I have plenty of both. <sighs> My uh, lovely girl said to me once, because, you know, sometimes you're out and people recognize you. And she's like, everybody loves you. And I said, <laughs> very deceptive. <laughs> the only people who say something to you are the people who like yes, you. When yes. people don't like you, they don't say anything. No, they grumble right. about you at their table. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So I said, here, I can prove it. She said, no, I said, I can prove it to you. I was once at a Dodger Stadium game. It's about 2005. It was soon after, pretty soon after, you know, I said the terrorists <laughs> weren't cowards, which a lot of people <laughs> right. didn't like. Right. Lost that show. Sure, sure. Um, so um, they put my face on the jumbo screen. And there was, you know, there was cheering and a lot of booing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a lot of booing. And I said, uh, you know, they were booing. It was a lot of boos. And she said, no, they were saying, we love you, boo. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's a pal. Yeah. That's so Um, supportive. But, yeah, I mean, I I don't mind living with uh, some people who don't like me. I mean, they're never people I respect. Right? Right, right, right. I mean, I know there are, you know, you, I don't know if you have any, you, don't have any, you certainly don't have any feuds. <clears throat> I don't have any feuds, no, no. I'm sure there's people who, who yeah, of course. Family, yes, because you family guys are very guy, sacrilegious. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, I mean. <clears throat> but yeah, no, there's no, no Hollywood feuds, no, um, but I'm not, I don't, you know, I'm not in the business of nightly or weekly political commentary. And, no, and, no. You know. 
Well, in a way, and you, it's your face. In, in a way, you are. But it's your face. You're out there. Oh, totally. I'm delivering oh, the jokes absolutely. through the mouths oh. of animated characters. It's very uh, different the way it's presented. Very different. Yes. Yeah. And they, yeah, no, that's it's just lizard brain stuff. You can't get yeah, over. They it's just, absolutely what it is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely what it is. No, it's like. But, it's, but I mean, there's certainly plenty of political commentary every week on Family Guy. I mean, and I never miss. I mean, you may be yeah. over it. <laughs> you may be over it, but your fans are not. No, I know. I know. Believe you me. Know? Like, I'm reminded of that all the time. I'm, yeah. I, 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 yes. I, it's, it's good because I, could, it's I could take it for granted, but I, I no, don't. No, the, the last week's was particularly great about streaming and yep. sitcoms. Yes. That run of like all the, when he names like 50 shows yes. that yes. begin with somebody just arriving yeah. on your doorstep, just priceless, and I admire the research that went into it. Somebody <laughs> had to like compile that list. And she tries to stop him, and he goes, "No, no, this is Family Guy. We're doing this. We're doing all of these, all of these fucking shows." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. like it was what the Odd Couple. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, it's I, it yeah. was, and I I didn't doubt for a moment that they were all genuine. That yeah. they were all. Yeah. I didn't recognize every one of them or remember the pilot, <laughs> yeah. but that's. Like, yeah, that's but, just... but again, it's, you know, it's, it's when you're going online to complain, you can't find Peter Griffin. You can't find Stewie. They don't exist. Right. They're not real. Right. And so who do yes. you yell at? It's a, it's a conglomerate of people that but come. But they yell at you. No, they must. Not, not on Twitter? Not a lot. I mean, sometimes, but not, not like, but I, not I don't deal with it anywhere near. But you tweet a lot, right? I used to, I don't tweet as much as I used to, uh, only because I don't see the productivity. Oh, good. I, 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 it's, there was a point I'm where I was, to hear I was, you say I was that. tweeting, posting on, you know, if, if there's a book I've read that I think people should read and do a deep dive into something, I'll post about that and maybe write a little blurb. But beyond that, I don't really, I just feel like I'm adding to the noise. I feel yes, like I'm, I'm watching. You're right, and it's you know, and it's detrimental to your mental health. Completely, no. It's it's already rewired all of our brains, whether we know it or not. You know, I don't watch any. Like I used to watch cable news. Yeah, quite a bit of MSNBC. Yeah, no, I don't do that either. CNN. I don't. Yeah. The pandemic, I stopped. Yeah. And yeah. I never went back. Yeah. You know where I get my news on TV? TMZ. Do you really? I love TMZ. That's, that's your only, that's. No, but I get my news from Reed. Yes, so do I. Okay. So do I. But television is a vast wasteland. It really so, is. Yeah, for news so, it is. Right, for news it is. Yeah. I mean, not that I, you can't get it, or even, I mean, the nightly news I used to watch religiously, sure. and I gave up on that because I did like bits on it, how yeah. how for, it became just not like yeah. what's important. It was like, here's some cool video we have. Yeah. On an airline, yeah. on a Southwest airline, like anything that yeah. ever happens on 24 a 24-hour news is that's, second. That's not fucking news. Second only to social media as far as its destructive influence. Yes. 24-hour cable news. And I know Ted Turner was like, he was a philanthropist. He was a good guy. He, he, he was trying to do something. That would right. Educate us, make us all more right. informed. It just backfired. It just became like, a, yeah, exactly. It just, everything in this country, it seems... You know, going back to, I don't know, some people would say the Kennedy assassination was yeah. when the rot really started. But yeah. but then, of course, that's a, you know, white way to look at it because for, you know, Kennedy was civil rights. So for people of color, that's when things started to get better. Mm -hmm. But the definitely the psyche of the country, well, I don't think it's ever been lower. And yeah, and that's so funny. Like, 
yeah, things are shit. And then when you actually live your life and see people, like, I, I know there's a lot of poverty and stuff, but, man, there's also just a lot of people fucking balling out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you and know, you mean balling as in crying? Well, like, like in not, well, they're not that, they, not oh, balling. Yeah, balling. Balling, like, like doing like, well. Like, like, yeah, like, or, or, or looking. Uh, now I'm with you. Or looking like it. Right, right, right. Or looking like oh, it. Oh, yeah, the great, the great lie. And they don't look like they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know there's a lot of unhappiness, but. It's 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 so hard to, it's so hard to tell particularly now particularly in 2023 it's so hard to tell what what's I mean it, it, social media is on the cusp of evolving into something else I don't know what it is yet. AI well yeah yeah does that concern you it, it does in some ways and it doesn't in others AI for enterprises like medicine I think is going to be a wonderful thing I could not agree more no? this being almost 68 years old, Yeah, trust me, Yeah, I'm putting all the chips on that and I think, And I think a lot of doctors, <laughs> doctors that I've spoken to seem to feel the same way, that it's like AI is a tool. Doctors. It's not going to replace us. It's not going to replace innovation when it comes to medicine, but it's a wonderful tool that's going to, we're not going to have to sit there and wait f- for whatever the hell computations need to get done to come up with a new medicine. Right. It's going to take three years. The AI can do it in three seconds. That's going to be, it, it's a very different, development for a for an enterprise like that than it is for entertainment entertainment we should be very scared doctors that i have blown say the same thing i'm older i have to be nicer to doctors well i mean listen i'm always being very nice to yeah you got i mean with that much medical care you gotta cash alone (laughs) won't do it i'm telling you doctors i used to have one doctor in my uh you know rolodex or whatever we had back then no, I got like 50. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's good, though. It's just, this is... Well, you know why? Because you need various opinions. Yes. Because yes. they don't agree with each other. They don't agree with each other always, no. No. Uh, you have to have multiple points of view. I have, a, I have someone I, who I pay only to be a medical researcher. Really? Yes. Just to... Brilliant investment, I Kind of go online, do their own research. Someone who's a brilliant <laughs> researcher. Because... First of all, you know, I know they make fun of like, you know, uh, what do they call Dr. Google? Well, if you're a brilliant researcher, Dr. Google probably knows more than your doctor. Well, if, it's you, not like if, the inf- if you are a doctor yourself and you're going on Google, you can call the bullshit from the, the facts. I don't know if you need to be a doctor. Really? To call a, yeah, I think you could. Really? I think lots of, yes, I think lots of people. There know. we diverge. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're, I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of the best medical advice I've gotten has not been from doctors, and doctors are very often wrong. And and the, there's a vast history of showing how wrong they are, had have been about everything. But 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 to be a doctor in the in the in in the first place just requires a certain amount of like you, you're going into it knowing that, and that's by the way that's why they consult with each other. That's why they call their colleagues. There's a lot of guesswork. But it's educated guesswork. Yes. If you're not a doctor, your guess is maybe yeah. not going to be as educated as as someone who is. But then why are doctors wrong about so much? Well, and what, very they're often, right about a lot too. And ver- yes, and but very often people who aren't doctors have been writer about things. Um, like, like, like what would be an example of that? I would think uh, this country did not allow for um, uh, natural immunity to be considered. And I know this is 
a subject dear to your heart. Yes. Like even if you had the disease, you still had to get a vaccine. That's powerful, stupid. They don't do that in Europe. I think they do that here. There's mandatory vaccination in grade in schools. Right, but if you already, but if you already had the disease, you have natural immunity. We didn't see that was we didn't, that, that we didn't was, seem that was, to believe in that. That was here. debunked, though. I mean, that was that, that's I mean, not debunked. Don't no. you know people who've had COVID four or five times? I do. That's yeah. not natural immunity. There's no immunity there. You've had COVID five times. Probably because you had too many vaccines. I didn't have COVID. Did, did, you, did the vaccine gave you COVID? Uh, well, that's certainly nothing unscientific about the fact that the vaccine, which does weaken you in order to strengthen you. Says do all vaccines. Exactly. Yeah. But while you're in a weakened state, yes. That's why so many people like me got it, did not have it while the thing was raging and I was taking zero precautions because I was never that afraid of it. But that's anecdotal. Like, okay. I've had yeah, every booster oh, there is uh, Anecdotal that, yeah. And I have never had COVID. I get a flu shot once a year. I haven't had the flu in 20 years. Right. Well, I haven't either, and I don't get a flu shot. Okay, so, so th this is all anecdotal. Right. But, but, right. But, but you know the difference between anecdotal and, and statistical. I do. And, I'm, and statistically, you still have a 90% better chance of not being hospitalized, not dying if you're vaccinated. Oh, okay. well, that, but that's assuming all people are alike, and that is one of the giant fallacies in your way of thinking. We are not all alike. Yes, I would recommend and have recommended the COVID vaccine for the high-risk people. Like, if you're 90 or fat, get it. Absolutely. You need it. Some people don't. But you had... Djokovic <laughs> didn't need it. But you had... Aaron Rodgers didn't need it. But you the, had something like 1,900 kids who died of COVID during no, the pandemic. No, I don't think that's right. The New York, how, many, how many of them died from the vaccine? None. The, the New York... And, and, and the, the thinking there is that, well, probably most kids are not going to die from COVID, so why bother with the vaccine? Because it's only going to be a few hundred kids, right? I don't know how many kids died. Um, that seems very high this, to me. I, I know at, at one point the New York Times grossly, talking about misinformation, they had to apologize. They got it completely wrong. She reported something like 900,000 children have been hospitalized, and it was like 63,000. So maybe those facts should be Paper, Papers can get it wrong, and they print retractions, and, also, and you the, know this. But also... The, with COVID or from COVID? Did 1,900 children die with COVID? Yes, it's a whole different story. Okay, but take 7 million people worldwide. 7 million people worldwide who died from COVID. Like, if if even just a fraction of that is, and, and it's probably a larger fraction who died of COVID than who died with COVID, even, if even just a fraction of that is, that's still a lot of fucking people. That's a lot of fucking people. Yes, and... But what? <laughs> okay, that's, but, that's, but that's some people, seven million people, things are, and you cannot prevent that. You, you can though. I mean, you 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 can prevent. At what cost? But what's the, the cost yes, of yes, getting a vaccine? What what's why is why what's well the, the fact that you don't the, the fact that you don't even have a clue? What's the cost of getting a vaccine that oh, you don't know the that? answer to that? <laughs> No, you're, 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 you, you completely want to shut your eyes to the fact that there are repercussions to all medical interventions, inclu you're including a vaccine. All vaccines, they come, they say side effects just like every medication does. Sure. You can see it in the literature. They can't write it on the back, you know, on the vaccine, so you have to dig them. And, and of course, there is a vaccine court because so many people have been injured. This is not a screed to say, don't do vaccines. I'm not against doing vaccines. I'm against doing vaccines that I don't think I need. I should be able to decide that for myself inside my body uh 
but yes, there are there are but pathogens don't you, don't that you think that would the, come along that I would fight you for. But don't you think to get that, the that, vaccine? Okay, that's a good point. To get the vaccine, and and you bring me to my next point. Don't don't you think that the the vitriol and the 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 just the the aggression towards the the the, the uh, that the anti-vaccination movement. Um, the way it souped itself up during all this, that the next time there is a pandemic, our public health system oh, is so weakened. Yes, it's exactly, so weakened. Because, of the, because of them and their fucking misinformation that made people skeptical. The but fact that everybody Trump. came out and said, if you get the vaccine, you, you, you cannot get the disease. And then, of course, that was wrong. And, you, and if you get the vaccine, you can't transmit it. <laughs> but and they were learning right alongside I understand. Us. I understand. They're, not, they're not, they're, I, you just said yourself, doctors are often wrong. They right. are, especially when okay. they're researching and, a brand not, new disease. And I am not blaming them for it. I'm just saying that's why there shouldn't be the science. There's no <laughs> the in science. That's what you want. You want just to be the, uh, no. the, the one no, true no, 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 opinion. No, that's not true well, at all. Well, it is. No, the strength and of you science. Don't want it, you don't know the what it, strength of science is that it has the capacity to evolve. But and just acknowledge that some that vaccines affect have ill effects on some people. I, I anecd- they do of again course they anecdotally, do. but statistically, it's here and it's here. It's like it's it's pe- people. How many seven million people died of COVID? How many yes. people died from the vaccine? Probably well, okay, probably a few. But but I don't know what the if, number if, is, but I know it's we not seven more, million. If we were more judicious about who needed it versus who it might hurt, which would not be the blanket policy of just everybody, one size fits all, then perhaps we could take down the damages from the vaccine that happened. But then and we why could vaccinate for take, anything? And why? then take down the. Why vaccinate for for measles? Why not? Why why vaccinate for mumps or rubella, pertussis? Why why vaccinate for any of those things? Because somebody might get hurt by the vaccine. I mean, what, why why do those vaccines? Because COVID is newer. Uh, well, COVID is newer. It, 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 yes, it's but is that the only reason? I mean, no. this this was you, you, by the time well, you got the vaccine. I don't know if you had it, but by the time I got the vaccine, this was the most tested vaccine in the history of vaccination. Yes, I had because, it so, because I had to so get many it. people by that point had had it. It's like right. by the time it well, got into my arm, okay. it's like all right, I think I'm going to be okay. Okay, well, I just so you know, I took one for the team. Okay, okay so well, so you know, that should go into it. I did something I did not want to yeah. do, and we don't have to talk about this all night. And am I know. still going to get my blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> How many guys do you think you, you have to blow before you're officially gay? <laughs> no, really. I'm asking you. I mean, yeah, look, man, in 2023, anything goes. I mean, what time is well, it? Put a number on it. Huh? Put well, a, How many before... guys do you have to blow before you're officially gay? Oh, God. Can I phone a friend? Just tell me a number. <laughs> before you're official, I mean, I mean, uh, it's a, I, I'd have to ask my cousin. Just say a number. Before you're officially Just say gay. say a number. A 2023 estimate or like a 2000 yeah, yeah, estimate? today's estimate. Like pre-Bush v. Gore. Um, I, I don't know. That's, that, that's a tough one because you're... you're, <laughs> because you're All you're, right. Well, then maybe, maybe, I, I have a punchline. You, <laughs> do. you would oh, say God. a number. Oh, God. What do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, oh, one. Any, one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. I'm so sorry. You set me up and it's like, God. And you're such a trooper about it. Club Random is brought to you by the audio marketing gurus at Radioactive Media. Can you believe the year is almost over? Before you know it, it's going to be 2024 in like one day. What are you going to do to make your business boom in 2024? Now it's time to give your business the edge by embracing new mediums to drive up sales and acquire customers by partnering with shows like mine. You can enjoy lower CPMs, elevating your brand in a space away from your competition. 
generate up to nine times more leads by combining the power of audio and video channels with text messaging and generate an ROI that puts your old ROI to shame. The best way to achieve these goals is through the team at Radioactive Media. They create national campaigns on podcasts, terrestrial, satellite, and streaming radio. Club Random has been partnering with Radioactive Media since the beginning, and they can create a customizable campaign for your company's needs. Radioactive Media has an exclusive deal to promote your product on, or service on Club Random with me and save up to 50%. Just lock in your first campaign this year. Go to radioactivemedia.com or text the word RANDOM to 511-511. Discover how audio marketing can surpass your current strategies with new and innovative ways that sound better. Go to radioactivemedia.com or text RANDOM to 511-511. Text RANDOM to 511-511 today to save up to 50% in 2024. Terms, conditions, message, and data rates may apply. You've heard the headlines, inflation is unchecked, the dollar is collapsing, the government is printing too much money, the fear is real, but there is a solution, gold. The government can't print more gold, gold isn't collapsing, and gold's value increases during inflationary times. Noble Gold Investments is here to help you protect your wealth. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just getting started, Noble Gold Investments makes it simple and safe to invest in gold. They walk you through the entire process and guide you towards the investment that meets your financial needs and goals. Noble Gold Investment offers two ways to hold gold. In a tax-advantaged gold IRA, or you can have your gold delivered right to your door. You decide how you want to hold your investment and they'll make the transaction seamless and easy. With Noble Gold Investment, you can rest assured knowing you're protecting yourself and your wealth. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com slash random to get started. That's noblegoldinvestments.com slash random. You know, I had a peanut butter and jelly before I came here today, actually. What? Yeah. Why? Because I knew I was going to be drinking. So That's the worst thing. You, I mean, why? What's wrong with that? Well, peanuts are gross. They're fungusy and they're just, the peanuts are not a healthy peanuts food. They're gross. And Your peanuts fungusy. are gross as fuck. And I won't be sponsoring this podcast, I'll tell you that. But, um, you don't like peanuts? Ice? Sure. <laughs> um, and jelly's all sugar. Yeah, you, you preserved yourself remarkably well for someone who likes sugar as much as you do. Ooh, that's yours. Yeah. Yeah, because I haven't been in the sun since the sixth grade. That helps, too. Yeah. I stupidly was when I was younger and dumber and dumb. But, but um, I thankfully, like like everything in life with me, I get too late. I'm just, a, I get up late. Everything comes late. You don't, you don't want to get married, right? Correct. You don't ever want to get married. Well, I don't, I certainly, marriage and like uh, being with somebody, uh, you know, steadily is two different things. I yeah. certainly don't see the need to bring the federal and state government into my love life. <laughs> That's point. That's kind of, but it's kind of fun though, right? Isn't it? You get to have the nice ceremony and well, the, this you know as many get to do the chicken dance. Many people have pointed out a little bit softer now, a little bit louder now. You get to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout that one, yeah. Um, no, like everybody likes. How a, do you know Jeff and Brenda? <laughs> you know, you all it's all wonderful. Everybody likes a wedding. 
Nobody likes marriage. Not necessarily. Up, up to now, here's here's why: is that it's uh, oh, I just touched your <laughs> foot by accident. Yeah, that's how they. That's or how they, on or that's, on purpose. That's how they signal each other. In, <laughs> remember Larry Craig? Do you remember that scandal? <laughs> senator Larry Craig of Idaho. No, no. He was a Republican senator, very anti-gay. Yeah. Family. Yeah. And he was doing this. They yeah. caught him doing this yeah. in the bathroom at the Minneapolis airport, which was known to be a gay meeting yeah, place, yeah, yeah. and he said, well, I have a wide stance. That was his <laughs> excuse that his foot was halfway under the other stall wow. where the other, yes. And he was a Republican? Senator from Idaho. Good Lord. Larry Craig. What's you next? don't remember that, Senator What's Larry next? Craig? No, no. That was like 2007, something like remember that. Gary Condit. <laughs> Gary Condit, yes. <laughs> who was, who, in the midst of a scandal when 9-11 happened. Who fucked the intern. But yeah. did not kill And her. no one ever talked about it again no. because 9-11 happened. Did, yes, you're right. <laughs> it was like right. there was this day in the Family Guy writer's room when we, and we were Ugh. all like just, of course, like everyone shell-shocked, just sitting there. There's a, just a dark pall over the whole, you know, we were back at work for the first day because since 9-11. No, since 9-11. Since <laughs> 9-11. And one of the writers, oh, 9/11, one of the sure. writers out of nowhere just goes. That makes more sense. He goes, you know the one person who's having a good day? <laughs> Right. Gary Condit. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's true, because it just went over, they just right. forgotten. But uh I but remember no, I my I have been around enough guys who had not bad marriages, but marriages that they rushed into and they where they didn't um you know, like look at Clooney. Clooney's a guy who did it right. He waited oh. until the time was right and to marry? Yeah. And he has a successful marriage. We, that I know well, first of all, no one knows. Let me tell you something. I just no one ever knows. A, but a very they're still married. Okay, but I just went through this with somebody, I, and I've been through it with many others. But a close friends of mine, married couple, who I and I am not a young or naive man, would never have guessed. Married couples are geniuses at hiding it until it absolutely blows up, because they true. don't very they true. do not want other people to think that they're not having a good time. So when they're out together, yes. they are fucking Academy yep. Award winners. And then it's like, and everybody goes like, what? I thought they were so happy. Meryl Streep's been living on her own for six right, years. Right, <laughs> They've been screaming about their happiness on Instagram. Right. What? I mean, what better excuse to get out of, you know, going places than to be married? I'm sorry, I can't, I, I got, you know, we got the kids. Like, I, and you know, no one asks. Like, I, my married friend's like, hey, do you want to come to this thing this weekend? I can't, you know, we got the kids. And that sentence doesn't mean anything. It also works. We need to get the kids. Also, yeah, you have, I know you have kids. What does that have to do with you coming out? It also works the other way. Spouses drag their partners to things they don't want to go to. Yeah, but if you're lucky, <laughs> if you're lucky, I've seen this marriage as well. You're you're a couple, and neither one of you wants to be there, but you know you have to go, and so you spend the whole time in the corner just shitting on people. <laughs> now those people are in love. <laughs> that's a that's the kind of marriage I want. What do you make of? watching movies or shows with a romantic partner it like, can it, it can tell you it's it can tell you a lot it's it's a huge part of it, it yeah it is because it is. like okay there's a certain amount of time fucking but yeah. that's you know like yeah. time wise it's not a giant clock eater at our yeah. age i mean yeah. it hopefully it's quality <laughs> yeah. but you know you're not gonna you're not gonna do yeah. it around yeah. the clock yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> okay so then there's eating yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, with, with me, it's like if you're you, gonna watch. It's movies. like it's like how you react to Jodie Foster's speech at the end of Contact is a big one. 
if you if that's if that fucking hits you the way it hits me we're gonna work out contact is that the one with mac matthew mcconaughey yes, yes. as a scientist okay that's where <laughs> look, it lost me look, just just, just put, <laughs> and i like put, him but like he just doesn't read as a scientist. some people just well no no he's no he did not play a scientist. he played a he played a, a pastor no yeah i thought this was she played of, the scientist oh okay Jodie Foster played the scientist. <laughs> she was dating more, Matthew McConaughey, more, that makes who played sense. the pastor. He's a pastor? He's a pastor in the movie. No, he's good in that movie. He, he, I like him. He's good yeah. in a lot of things. She's exceptional in that movie. She's, she's, that's just a brilliant... Oh, no, there is a movie where yeah. he's a scientist. Oh, uh, you're thinking of uh, in... Uh, it's something on another planet. We got to go. The, Interstellar. The, the, yes. The, yeah. the crops are dying. <laughs> who could save us? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> there was, you know, that, the thing about that movie, and I, I, again, I, there's a lot I liked about that movie. Where that movie, the thing that hooked me and, and, and puzzled me about that movie, there's that, there's that scene where they go down to the water planet, and they, some of it interstellar, yeah, yeah, and okay. they come back up to the ship, and because the time differential, the time differential, Jesus fucking vodka, they get back up to the ship, and 23 years have passed in space, right? Am I remembering that correctly, guys? I, yeah, I mean, I don't remember. 20, and so the guy on the ship is like, hey, it's good to have you back. And it's like, wait a minute. That's the movie. That's the whole movie. You've been waiting, you waited for 23 years? The whole rest of the movie. Right. Like, what did you do? Write a book? Can you paint now? Well, did you see Passengers? Yes, I did see Passengers. I I didn't think they brought it off great. I think the actors are good. And, you there's know. A lot, there's a lot that's, there's a lot that's. But the entertaining pre- and some flawed things. The premise I loved. Yeah. If people don't know. That he woke her up and kind well, of ruined well, her life just, uh, because he could, didn't you, want to hang out by have, himself. You could have done it as a comedy. You could have. Right. That's a, oh, hey. Okay, here's the here's the plot, yeah. people. So they're on a ship. They, we have to get off Earth because Elon was right. We yeah. rat fucked the planet mostly because of the yachts of the billionaires. Okay, so now we have to find another planet. It's 90 light the light years away or yeah well somewhere so that no no i don't know how many light years away far so they have to put you to sleep for 90 years yeah so yeah. they put you in suspended animation like how they could ever really do that but maybe they could okay so one guy <laughs> wakes up his fucking pod misfires and he's like whoa hey we're at the planet already <laughs> and, and, and he looks around and he talks to the computer it's like yeah no we got 90 years so he's like oh i'll be 120 when we get there Mm -hmm. so he spends a little time trying to get over it and then he's like i'm gonna wake up the hottest dick (laughs) i can find on this yeah in reality the rest of the movie she's pissed as fuck at him right she's pissed as fuck like you could play this i signed up for this thing because i wanted to go to super mars (laughs) but by the way maybe that's like maybe that's the next hollywood maybe that's a thing like we take movies that are written as dramas and you remake them instead of rebooting, you remake it as a comedy. I, I mean, right. Many would not work that way, but, yeah, but some, some would, but it would be, no, a, yeah, you're not going to do like Schindler's list, but you're going <laughs> to take something like passengers and <laughs> that's you're not going to do Philadelphia. No. You're going to, you're going to no. What's like a go-to movie that you would watch oh, with oh, that part. somebody you're dating? Seeing how much someone who's never seen something you love so much yeah. is now loving it for the first time. Yeah, that's it's, that, it's that's an enormous. I mean, regardless of who you're showing it to, that's an enormous pleasure. I love that. 
It is. I mean, I mean this could be like my a, a friend of mine who I work with, and I'm like, you've never seen that movie. Like that's a right. great. That's a great joy because it's because in a weird way you take ownership of a movie right. emotionally that that you love. Like well, like you take a movie like Contact is one of those movies. Um, Tootsie is one of those movies. Like you run into somebody who hasn't seen Tootsie, it's like, oh my god, this is one of the comedy writers. Right. Holy Grail. Right. And they hold up. They and do they, hold and up. And they and it's very good because, you know, the younger generation needs to understand that we're not a bunch of squares. I think <laughs> I, I gotta say, I think I think they do. I I, I think I Oh think, yeah, I do too. You know, it's in working on Just won't admit it. And I think sometimes they will. It's like working on Ted, there was a there was a breadth of I mean, you talk about like a breadth of demographics. Every generation was represented on that show. And I do have to say, like, yes, the, the millennials take a lot of shit for for being super sensitive about stuff. And maybe it's true. Right. I, I, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's a generalization. Well, you I'm know it's gonna... true because they've complained about shit you do. But I'll say it's interesting. Like the, the, the Gen Z people on our show were very much in line comedically with like the Gen Xers. And like, there was there was a lot of willingness to kind of laugh about stuff that they wouldn't necessarily laugh about in reality. They could but, separate comedy from actuality, which is which is. But it's not that's an, a big it, part of it. It's not a. You can joke about things that would horrify you in real life. But these are people who are working on a Seth MacFarlane project. Of course, they're going to feel that way. This is not a some like representative slice of of. I guess, but they you know they they have. They have friends and they're 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 but, people their age who they talk to and feel the same way according to the according to them. Yeah, I think they do. I don't know. Well, I just I think they get a bad rap, and I think it's I think it's it's not you, necessarily. You know what I love about them is that they can really take a punch. Like whenever you say what's wrong with their generation. I've never heard one who like recoiled and said, "We are not like no." You no, spend you spend too much time on social media. I know. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a willingness. I know. There's a self-deprecating and it, look for for me it was the same way. It's like when yeah. when they, Gen X was in their twenties, it's like we were just getting pounded like you're a bunch of slackers. Like everyone was the principal from Back to the Future. Like, <laughs> you're a bunch of slackers. You'll never amount to anything. And yeah. we just heard it over and over and over. And it's like it got to be a joke. And and I I think there's a lot I think there I think we are much more similar than we are different. Yes, that's true. We certainly are both uh, cons- addict- addicted to consumption. Yeah, that's why I get pissed when I I hear these nihilists say like nothing works anymore. The government's right. broken. It's like the government oh. is not broken. Look who right. you're electing. The system works. You're putting the wrong people in it. It's like buying a Porsche right. and putting Diet Coke in the gas right. tank. Yes, it's not right. going to, of course it's not going to work. Right. But let's just knock it all down and step. Really, how many generations of people worked oh. to build civilization? And also- And ours is the one that's going to knock it all down, really? Also, just no, about no perspective about how good they have it here. Even people who have it bad here have it way better than people who have it bad anywhere else. And a lot of places, it's mostly bad. Well, that was that was was it Obama? I guess it was Obama who who pointed out that if you knew if you died and you knew you were going to be reincarnated, but you didn't know at what period of time, what era, what race you were going to be, what country you were going to be reincarnated, right. in, where would you want to be, and when would you want to be? And most people would say, "Yeah, here now." Right. Because that's that's. Right. What a great way to put it. Yeah, and it's and there's truth to that. 
a lot of truth. And it's great that he said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Because if, and that's one thing that's terrible about our dialectic now. If we said it, and it would be no less true. Right. Something right. is no less true because of who says it or what, when they said mm -hmm. it. I remember when after I got fired after 9-11, yeah. Ariana Huffington said. I mean, I mean, if, if it's I'm innocent <clears throat> and it's Donald Trump, then, yeah, it does matter who says it and when they. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> OK. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, wait, am I going to defend Trump? No, of course. <laughs> but like I remember. I'm after, so glad we're not there yet. After 9-11, <laughs> Ariana Huffington said, uh, what if Bill, if what if no, what Bill we, said was true on September 10th, it's true on September 12th, and and she was right. Yeah, you know that's dead on. <laughs> that's a terrible uh, Greek accent. Like fucking Dracula. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, <laughs> well, you know, I don't oh, come do. On. I don't no, do no, voices. That Bill, it was a joke. Man. I could do some impressions. Oh, no, can you? Yeah, you done impressions on your show. I mean, your real show. <laughs> No. No? No. What impressions do you do? <laughs> Here's the cop from Alice. Uh, I could do Murray from uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, show, really? Gavin McLeod. <clears throat> okay, this is, uh, you'll be the, you'll be, you'll be uh, Ted. And uh, this is after he met this girl, he thinks yeah. wants him. And she says, uh, and Ted says, uh, Murray, she squeezed my hand. She squeezed my hand. Murray, she squeezed my hand. She squeezed my hand. Ted. She was probably trying to pump some blood to your brain. <laughs> wow. It's a pretty good Gavin yeah, McLeod. Yeah, that's a very good Gavin McLeod. Yeah. You know, you don't think, you don't know me as well as you <laughs> I guess I don't. <laughs> I really don't. After all these years, yeah. My God. <sighs> but you're happy. <laughs> this is this is just are the cameras even still on is this still a show no one's here <laughs> would we need one this is this we, mic is this wire even attached to anything we used to uh, drink uh, we used to go out and drink just like <laughs> for the purpose of drinking i know <laughs> you know as opposed to the many other purposes of well ingesting fermented whatever this is do you remember that uh, rolling stone party we went to where was that? Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where. I don't know where it was. It was not the Pacific Design Center, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but we went together, I think, in a limousine. I remember falling out of the car. We were, like, so hammered. By the time we got out, it was like a Beatles cartoon where they just plop out of the car. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was, I think it was 2011 or something like that. Where would that have been? Was that the one at... Uh... Just the fact it was that one we were, like John Favreau was there, and you guys got to. Oh, talk who the fuck remembers who was there? But I, 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 but I remember we went, and you know, just the just the idea of passages in life and how you yeah. become and a you different. Were, you love to meet celebrities, don't you? No. Oh, not anymore. What? What are you saying? We, there was every party I've been to with you. I remember you're just you're just like, all right, what? Fun, oh, what fun celebrities? Because are I was recruiting. Oh, that's why. For Club Random? No, for for my show. Yeah, you know, if so there's you, another show besides. <laughs> no, I mean I stopped doing that actually. You know, <laughs> it's all about well this. because put it all into this, Bill. No, no, I stopped recruiting. Oh, you know, okay. Like, like I used to. Yes, you're right. If I was in a celebrity-rich okay. environment, I'd Got be it. like, oh, I want to get Arnold Schwarzenegger on my show. Celebrity-rich environment. It's like it's phrased that like right. this is <clears throat> this is iron-rich land. Yes, 
and I and it, and it and it worked many times. You know, yeah. like so you pe- people in this business. First of all, they're publicists always are protecting them from me. So it's very hard to get through the publicists People don't want, really? Yes, I'm a scary guy. They don't want to, you know, and I'm really not, and I can make you look better than lots of people could ever make you look, but But they think it's, and they think, oh, my client is too stupid to do his show, which in many cases would be true if you were on the panel, but I could talk to anybody one-on-one, look at what we're doing. Yeah, no, it's true, it's true. Is that, let, let me ask you this. On the, because I remember I was on the panel on like for there was a few times I was on the panel. You got to come back and do that. I'd love to, but then I was like the guy who came out in the middle. Was that because I was too stupid when I was no, on the panel? No, that's because you're a celebrity. <laughs> because it's not a celebrity-driven show. Well, we don't do that segment. Well, what's that, Salman Rushdie? That's not a celebrity. No, he's an author. He's, come on, you. But that was we don't do that segment anymore. I don't know why I. You don't. You don't do the the middle. You haven't seen the show since we stopped doing that? Wow, I thought you were my fan. I thought you used to, you used to tell <laughs> oh me you love my show. Oh, if God. you haven't seen the show, you haven't, you've missed a lot. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why don't you do the, the first show back? Uh, great, I'm in. Count me in. Oh, good. I'm in. It's old. It's the yeah. day, it's be my, bur- my birthday present. It's the day before my be- birthday. Great. Happy birthday. I, I love it. Oh. It's, it's the only time... I'll be 41. You go and you talk. You'll be 41. When, when is it? It's in, it's a. I think it's January 19th. Oh yeah. It's perfect. Oh, what were you talking about? I oh, texted sure. my, my publicist before, right before I came here and funny, I didn't know. I said, is this, is this show live or is it uh, to tape? <laughs> <laughs> to, to tape. I think I actually said to tape. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you well, know, I would I would have come even, even if it was live. I'm not trying to wrap things up. I'm enjoying myself. Really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Cause I'll fucking sit here. What do I got? I I I I, I got to be somewhere at seven thirty, but that's that's all I got. Oh, okay. it's only six thirty. When were you having dinner at one of the swanky restaurants where <laughs> Jay Gatsby goes to <laughs> like? I'm be I'm charismatic having, and yeah. all get oh and show people all your your riz. Isn't which is of course is short for charisma. It is. Yeah, and I and, love when the kids do that. They but, take something. You know, and, but we we don't tolerate za. You having a pizza? No, I'm having a za. <laughs> no, I mean it's yeah, charisma. No, it's they're, riz. They're, they're it's no just, different. We didn't well, tolerate that. Why should we tolerate this? You know, we used to say that's hot. Yeah. They say that's fire. Oh yeah. 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 See how they just completely improved on that. <laughs> it's a reboot. It's just. It's a reboot. It's it was IP you know, that got retooled. I would love to do a show with kids, like talking to kids, like where you're dressed as a clown. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's on Saturday. Like, no, oh, you want to be Art Linkletter? That would be hilarious. It really would be. If, you, if you're it Art Linkletter. Re- it would be. Kids, which kids say the darndest things. Right. Look it up. But, I, but not like, well, yes, I think all ages. But because I think it's fascinating to talk to them when they're young and also when they're old enough to really understand everything. Right. Because a 15-year-old is not like when I was 15. I mean, I grew up in Leave yeah. It to Beaverland and had the most, you know, protected sort of innocent and i mean mine was, was yeah, 60s you know yours 70s i mean right, yeah right. i mean well america has hysterical. come a long way i mean 80s but sure yeah let's go a- with that. 80 yeah, yeah. well you were 74 you were born 73 see you were 50 this year so every time i do this i'm blocking the camera all right you look great by the way thank you man. you really wow. do oh my god thank you i don't know how you diary jackpot you actually look better now than you did at 
when that was. Uh, I think people sometimes people really grow into. Yes. First of all, you know, becoming a man <laughs> is a long process, like a real man. When you become a man, you know that song. It's Matt Monroe. Matt Monroe. The world is eager to tell you so. Oh, there's one other thing. You might keep reminding me of things that at the end of this that you will only you will appreciate. I saw this today. I left my head off. Oh, Seth has a deep, cringing disdain for anything trendy. And when I say trendy, I mean after 1960. <laughs> at the Grammys last year, Seth's choice for best newcomer was Jack Jones. <laughs> I don't trust those Brady kids. <laughs> Jack Jones. <laughs> Come on, man. Remember Jack Jones? I sure do. Sang the love boat. Love boat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jack Jones. Remember we sang at your party? Yeah. Star. A song, a Sinatra song that I did not know until you introduced me to it. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so awesome. <laughs> If the ladies were uh, uh, utterly charming, <clears throat> if the ladies chicer than chic, if her escorts must, no, I'm fucking, must, uh, wear a topper, <laughs> and each man, this is exactly how it goes, the man of the week, <laughs> if she rides around in a brand new, new foreign car, car the, the chances are, the ladies a star, yeah. See, there was a part that I needed you to cover me where I can't sing because I'm not a singer and you are. <laughs> but I know I, I was there with I, you on Jay. Yeah, I, I thought we did pretty well. We were fine. J we were fine. We were fine. <laughs> no, we weren't. No, we were fine. No, I'm kidding. Which I, I'm you, not doing the Jack Tripper thing. You're, just to. You're kidding that we're fine. Or you're kidding? no. I'm no. We were good. He was. I, he loved it. He loved it. He was. He was. So that delighted. Also sounds like a backhanded comment. No, no. He, he loved it. <laughs> no, I have, I, have that, critics. I have that photo uh, the, from that night in my, in my den. I do too. Yeah. I should have brought it in with the rest of my show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It's in this camera. Yeah, exactly. No, that way. I remember we rehearsed. Yeah. If people don't know, in 2014, I think this was... Jay was retiring, retiring, put out to pasture for the crime of being number one twice. <laughs> they fired him twice for being number one. And he took, Jay Leno being Jay Leno, yeah, it's like, man, that's fine. You know, everybody's a good person. And it's like he's anybody very, else. He's a very oh nice my, guy. He, everybody else would have been so bitter. Yeah. But uh, he just went on and did other shows and. So uh, we, I said, I got to do something for Jay. I'm on the week before he leaves. And I said, let's do Thanks for the Memories. My guys worked on it with me. We rewrote the lyrics. I wish I could remember any of them. But we sang Thanks in Tuxedos to Jay Leno. Oh, yeah. And it was a surprise. And yeah. it was a TV moment, you know. I'm, I'm so glad I have that memory with you. Carson got Bette Midler. He got us. <laughs> I said that when I was setting it <laughs> oh, up. Oh, that's right. I remember you did. I, I said I. God, do I have any original thoughts? No, no. Well, it's the natural <laughs> thought because Bette Midler did it. And yeah, I, but yeah, I remember yeah. I said to Jay, I wanted to sing something. So I called Bette Midler. And the audience was like, ooh. She wouldn't take my call, so I then <laughs> <laughs> called Seth. <laughs> so we have this writer who acts. <laughs> well, you must be excited for 2024. Oh, I can't get over it. Yeah, I'm. Um, 
Why are you really? Why? Are they mic'd? The people, your your team, laughing in the bar? They they just are we getting like you gonna add a laugh track? It's gonna be like Mayberry RFD. We're just funny. Yeah, yeah. We're so, no, I never. We're so funny. It. it seeps out of rooms far away. Yeah, I just want the audience to know that it's funny, and I don't think they will if they don't hear this these is a, guys. This laughing. is a podcast. We're not working. Oh, it is. We're not working to an audience. Oh, okay. I spent a fortune building this place in such a way. That nobody else is this in place. the room. What? What? Uh, what? <laughs> you see? So yeah. that. What we, did you spend on this place? Well, the place was here. Yeah. But lighting it. Yeah. Cameras. Yeah. So that we never feel like we're being watched. Yes. Yeah. And nobody else in the room. I want us to be just like we always are. Yeah. My whole career has been trying to like get reality onto television, yeah, which is yeah. very difficult. And I can't I can't fully ever do it on real time. As much as I love real time the most, it's my baby, it's yeah, my children, yeah. this is my mistress. But it, you can't. But you know what do you what do you think about this because this is interesting. Like watching because we've been friends for a long time and there because your 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 politics evolve and change over time. And and I I don't uh, issues. Change. I agree with you on a lot. I agree with you on a lot more than I disagree. But I do disagree with you on. And that's why you can't watch the show anymore. No, because no. you might disagree. Oh my something. god! Oh, okay, Come on. that's don't what be, it sounded like. Don't be so sensitive. That's what it sounded <laughs> like. like <laughs> no, I no, can't, no, 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 oh. no, no, no. So you can watch somebody you don't agree with. Of course. Okay. Of course. Okay. I, I I mean, God. I, well, you know, I can watch I, Charlton Heston movies. Right. Well, you know, again, if you'd ever seen the show recently, I talk about this a lot. I talk about a lot the idea that, yes, uh, things change. I pretty much stay the same, old school liberal. But then people will say, you're more conservative. Well, no, actually, I didn't change. I'm the old liberal who believes that, you know, we should strive for a colorblind society. I didn't change the rules to, no, let's see color everywhere in every situation. That's what the woke do. Yeah. So because I didn't follow you there doesn't mean that I changed. That changed. I mean, I'm old school Obama, like what you were talking about. That's not, that guy does not, that's what Tim Scott now sounds like, and he's a Republican. Yeah. Like, yeah. my story isn't possible in any other country, and that kind of, that does, you don't find that anymore on the left, on the far left. I, I, I also, th I think it's, it's, a, it's a multifaceted evolution. I think social media and the rise of social media and the way it's rewired our brains has changed the way certain people on the left perceive you, whether they know it or not. I think there are things that you, boy, I'd love to pull you back over to, you know. Crazy, Bill? Go get the shot with me. No. <laughs> um, I got I, I told you, I got But I shot. do think there are things that, that yes, the left has, has, has changed. And I mean, if you, I'm sure you read Jonathan Haidt. I'm sure you read Love him. Love him too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, on, my page. Yeah, on college campuses, that they're, they're, the fact that there's a, a, a rejection of open debate. When I was in college, there were classes that I was in where, I, yo, I'm, wow, this is an uncomfortable topic, and yet I'm sure right. glad that I was there because exactly. it, it was good for my intellect and, and yes. uh, what's left of it. And <laughs> No, I mean, but it's, tell it's, me it's, what we disagree on when you do real time, and we'll try to make that, that the topic. Because I'd love to, uh, as I, I think, I mean, look, I, I think we disagree on the fact that I think that the public health infrastructure, despite being absolutely inadequate prior to COVID, did as good a job as they could have done 
during COVID, and it pisses me the fuck off when I see people shit on them. I, I, when I, see, I people, see it must because yeah. you like like steered it all the way back to that again, <laughs> yeah. like like an but old. That's, but that's something we disagree. Like an old married couple exactly. that can't forget exactly. that I looked at that waitress exactly. for two seconds exactly. too long. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was ordering. <laughs> what should I do? Look at the ground. Uh, yeah, I'll have the uh, beef stroganoff, and uh, can I get another iced tea? No, I'm just saying. You like Bonnie Franklin? She was also a redhead. You know what's a wife to think? Oh, I can't go out on my own anymore with a. <laughs> You see, you don't want to get married. That's what it's going to be. I mean, not to you. No, but like... No, I don't want to get married to you, no. No, but I'm just... <laughs> it's not the person. It's, you did say no. It's not the person, I don't think, mostly. It's, you, it's the fact that anyone who sees the same person day after day after day after day, you're going to have a erosion of sensitivity and patience and and you know things that were charming are going to be tedious at some point okay but what happens when you need help taking a shit that is the last thing i would want anyone who i ever wanted to think of me as sexy to help me with <laughs> right is to i mean how could yeah, you how okay. could you ever have those two things in the same relationship well i don't know you get old enough and maybe it just becomes a necessity what do you mean, help hitting a shit? I don't even know how you do it. What, what do you do, stick, stick something up my ass? I mean, I, I oh, I th- please. I think there's a, I think there's a little kit you buy, right? And then, you you know, you uh, you go online, you watch a YouTube instructional video. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, listen, I, I'm not I, there yet. I mean, I don't know. You're so far. You're not there even yet. Even I'm far from there. I, yeah. That's never going to happen to me. I'll, <laughs> please put a bullet in my head if I'm ever at that place. Of course, you know what you say that when you get there. It's just right. like a little to the left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I'm what, sorry. Let me move. That's when yeah. I show up at your exactly. house, Bill. I've already <laughs> told me this day <laughs> yeah. would come. Heard you've been having trouble taking a shit. But honestly, you know, I've been already at my age, been down that road to the degree of something I heard about and went. Oh, it's I'll, happening. I'll never do that. Do my that. God. And then, yeah, you will. I'm peeing in Morse code, and then yeah. what happens? No. Three in the morning. No, but, you know, uh, well, I don't don't (laughs) want to talk about it. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes they got to stick some instrument up your dick or something. And it's like, you know, the thing you said, they will never put a camera up my dick. Yeah, they will. Sure, they will. And you'll you'll like it. It's just for coverage. You'll like it. We'll give you Valium. You'll like it. Bill, Bill, we just need one more shot. Then we all get to go home. (laughs) Oh, the camera loves my dick. <laughs> uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna need a. Sorry, we're gonna need a seventeen here. <laughs> that's a that's a DP joke. I don't know what seventeen is when you want something to look. I don't even know this. What is a seventeen? Well, there's different lenses on a camera. So, like, if maybe your dick's too narrow, they would ask for like a. We're gonna oh, need a seventeen. On this really? Oh, that's boy. Yeah. When that was I, like cinematography humor. When I'm outside the circle of who can get this joke, that's a pretty small circle. <laughs> I say, I, again, I don't think of myself as young or naive, and yet I was. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not a, I've never ever. I mean, if they say like, okay, we got uh, Bill's penis, let's, I'm going to need a 40, then you're okay. Mamet says, and being a director is the best job in the world. 
It can be. Yeah. It's just like, it, it would be great if the hours weren't so long. I'll bet. That's the thing oh. that I dread. If it were an eight hour day, you'd be like, this is a But joy. also, isn't it like, I mean, the stress of, I mean, the director is basically solving every problem on the movie in every department. Well, you know what? So aren't you solving like a thousand problems Here's, a day? Okay. You know That's what? This is like stressful. This is a great, this is a great segue into something that we will agree on is that uh, yes, a film director's job or a television director's job is essentially to sit there in their little chair with their name on it, <laughs> and and yeah. to have yeah. and to have people from every department, presumably all of whom know their jobs better than you know their jobs, they come to right. you like, hey, here's twelve choices right, for exactly. this costume <clears throat> for next right. week, and you go, I think this one. You have a little discussion with them. They tell right. you what they think, right? And generally. More time, more often than not, you go with what they think right. because they're the expert. The set designer says, "We have this version and this version. Here's why I think this would work." And more often than not, you say, "Yeah, all right, let's go with this." Sometimes you disagree, and and that's like a that's like a teeny tiny version of like what the presidency is, and why when you vote for somebody, and this is this is if there's one thing I think has yet to be said about this upcoming election because we all know it's Trump versus Biden. Um, assuming he doesn't wind up in prison, uh, is that you're voting for a team, that you're not voting for a person, you're electing a team. And you can have a team of people who were selected for their expertise and selected for their mastery of their individual piece of the puzzle, or you can elect a, a, a team that is there to say, yes, sire, whatever you say. And right. for me, that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. It's FDR or I mean, it's Hitler. And I know the Hitler comparisons are no good, but you know and I know FDR trusted his team and Hitler was a micromanager. Here's what I don't like about Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Sentences you never hear. Uh, yeah. No. <clears throat> you know what I don't like? What? First what? of all. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> what don't you like about Hitler? The, this thing. Like yeah. everybody else, but he just... He just kind of phoned it in. Very privileged. That's what you hate the most about <laughs> Hitler? Is it like he, Very privilegy. Is it, he was like, uh, I mean, by that point, he probably done it a thousand times. Everybody it's like else signing your autograph. You know, like, it's like, hey. <laughs> I remember that. Hey. I remember a family episode. Heil, yes, Heil. Fam okay. Family Guy episode where um, Peter <laughs> was in Hitler's Oh, he's like Hitler's assistant. Yeah. And he was at, what are you he's doing? tossing the gun he back and forth. He's like a child in the yes, parent's yes. office. Bin. Yes. He's like, what are you doing, Nazi stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, I was there. I know, but you've done a lot of... How many episodes of that show? Oh, know? it's it's got to be going on late high 400s. That's... Close to 500. Yeah. I think real time is probably close to seven hundred. Oh yeah, I would imagine. And I and politically incorrect was over two thousand because it was on every night. For you did that show every night? Yeah. Well, no, we had like any show. Did you do a monologue on that show? It's been yeah, so absolutely. So how the fuck? Every night, like yeah. it was just like I a, guess like a late night. Show, it was yeah. on. Remember, it was on after Nightline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. It started at twelve as opposed to eleven thirty when like Leno and whoever the other Letterman. But it did very well. Yeah. It did a great, the retention from Nightline was great. Yeah. And he, and yeah. Ted Koppel was no help. And they had like six minutes of commercials in between shows. They were <laughs> daring people not to stay tuned. Now they would Fucking do- Fucking Koppel. Yeah, exactly. Now, oh, I could tell you this story. He, <laughs> I, I, he was an asshole. 
They will really absolutely about the you know because he was Nightline was very esteemed, right? Very right, esteemed right. newsman, yeah. which he was. I give yes. him that props. Yeah, but he was so in 1993. Now they're going to put this comedy show on after me. I think he thought it was very undignified. <laughs> so we had to do one promotional thing, and he was just a dick about it. Just like no help, throwing me an anchor kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Years later, he calls up. He was doing some CBS this morning or some show like that, and he wanted me to do something. And no, I said, no, no, no. He finally got get on the, can you talk to him? I said, okay. So I got on the phone and I said, no, I'm not doing your show. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> okay. And, 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 and right we foot. talk, he, you know, he finally convinced me to do it. I'm like, okay, I don't want to be a grudge holder. Yeah. He comes over. We were shooting it right across the way where there's a place you can, great sound in that house. And, uh, he walks in, and the dog is barking. I hear bark, 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 bark. I walk in. The first thing he says to me is, uh, Bill, your dog thinks I'm a dick, too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that yeah. kind of redeemed Yeah. It. You know, yeah. it was. That's, a, that's an olive Out branch. of Ted Koppel. Yeah. And that's a dead-on Ted Koppel. That's a white dove. That is a dead-on Ted Koppel. No, it's not. You got Ted Koppel. You got Gavin, Gavin McLeod. Godfather. Is that anything else you're holding in your bag? Rhett Butler. You do, you do a you do a Brett oh. Butler, Rhett but is it Rhett or Brett? Rhett. Rhett. You never saw Rhett Gone Butler with the is, Wind. Is a, no, you know who I was thinking of? I was thinking of uh, Grace Under Fire. That's Brett Butler. Yeah, Rhett, Rhett Butler, Butler was the Rhett Butler is Gone with the Wind. Clark this is like Gable. the worst Abbott and Costello routine ever. <laughs> this is this is the character Clark Gable. Yeah, played. Rhett Butler. <clears throat> yes. Yes. But I you were, but because you're completely fucking stoned, I couldn't tell whether there was a B there or not. I don't know. And now I know that there's not. Now I know. So you do a Red Butler. I don't know who you think is stoned. <laughs> so let's. So you do a Red Butler. Let's hear that. No, I don't think I will kiss you. <laughs> Although you need kissing and badly. So you see, my dear, you've debased yourself to no purpose. Right. Yeah. That's that's excellent. Why do Japanese girls taste different than all other girls? <laughs> I found the cure for cancer and I've lost it. Oh, Medicine Man. Medicine Man. Pretty good Sean Connery. Yeah. That's a damn good Sean Connery. There was, there was, a, there was a, God, I'm, again, I'm doing everybody else's bits here. My friend John Viner, writer for Family Guy, does a great bit with Sean Connery. Um, what do you call those things that you use to start your automobile? Carcass. What do you call a dead decomposing body? Carcass. <laughs> and there's one more, and now I can't remember it. But it's like it has something to do with the Middle East. That's a pretty good Sean Connery. Yeah, that's well, that's me doing. I can do Marty McFly in Back to the Future. I never saw Back to the Future. You, what? I know. Should you've I never see? You know what this is? is this is one of those things. Me a communist. You got to come over to the house, and we got to watch. You've never seen Back to the Future. Wait a second. How have you never seen Back to the Future? Go back. To Doc, the... how have you never seen Back to the Future? Go... You've never <laughs> seen Back to the Future? Go back to come over to the house. <laughs> Is this another? How have uh... you never seen Back to the Future? Isn't that great? I have a treat left for me. See, that's the thing. I am shocked. <clears throat> it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, it's a perfect movie. It's like, it's, it like, is? it's like fucking The Sound of Music or, you know, or, or Night of the Generals. <laughs> Night of the Generals? Why? Why you been That's a great movie. Yeah, because there was a week where you were watching that on repeat, and you kept saying, oh. "I watched Night of the Generals again today." <laughs> I did. Yeah, Peter O'Toole, you were watching it over and over and over. 
Peter O'Toole. Yeah. Yes. And we had drinks. And I, then you said, I'm going to go home and watch Night of the Generals. I, I, I was like, you've I already think, watched it. I, this is writer's embellishment. I definitely did see Night of the Generals. I was not watching it on repeat. Don't say that. People <laughs> think I, Bill like is like a binging Nazi. <laughs> no, I, I watched you Night watched of the You watched it more than once I that week. I did not watch it more than once. This is you, this is you added this that. Is the, this is the I promise you I did not. What if this is the thing I, that like broke up our friendship? <laughs> I mean, after all the why didn't why didn't they speak for twenty years? Because there was an argument <laughs> argument about how many times Bill watched Night of the Generals in one week. Nothing can break up our friendship. <laughs> We're there to the end. Yeah, yeah. Because we've already been through the mill, right? And we we don't you know it's like right. Who do you think's gonna die first? Uh, <laughs> well, I hope it's you. <laughs> I mean, if we're that being kind of honesty, is if why we're I just right. right. I mean, right. isn't that what we all think? Mm. I mean, when you hear, we about, all hope we're going to outlive the other. Well, when you hear about someone dying, you yeah. know, you're very sad. Yeah. But if someone put a gun to you and said, "Would you trade places?" No. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it depends on who I mean, it is, I guess. But I, I may have quoted this before, but uh, I remember in the George Harrison documentary yeah. when Roy Orbison dies. This is uh, Tom Petty talking about George. Roy Orbison dies. He said, answers the phone, it's George. And his first words were, aren't you glad it's not you? Yeah. And that was Beatlesque honesty from a guy who was super spiritual, you know, who like, he could have said, he's with the other <laughs> gods right now and he's, he is in a better place because <laughs> Vishnu has taken him. <laughs> but no, aren't you glad? And that's, you know, look, we all love other people, but, you know, it's it's a... We all love other people. That's a very... Uh, true. Was it Eric Fromm? <laughs> no, that's... You can never love another no. person unless you learn to love squeaky, the entire human squeaky race. Squeaky Fromm. Squeaky Fromm. <laughs> like, I was thinking, can I come up with that name? And I could. Wow. And God. I could. Squeaky. So I guess I kind of teed that up. Yeah. Squeaky Fromm. <laughs> if you can find the Venn diagram, I guess, I guess it's probably amount of people who know who Eric Fromm is and who Squeaky Fromm exactly. is. Exactly. And but also who get comedy. Right. Then that You're joke right. works that great. That is a Venn diagram. That works great. That joke works great for those two people. Yes. <laughs> My friend Chris Reed is the best for that. He's kid from Kid and Play. Oh so sure. He, so he knows everything in rap culture yeah. and all that. He also knows every he's just a voracious consumer of so like, you know, Sinatra yeah. You know, if you want to make a Sinatra, you know, Jay-Z comparison, he can, I mean, people have made that one. That's a bad example. <laughs> but, but, like, there's very few people like that who, you know, we're also in our silos, in our little, like, niche areas. And that's where it gets interesting yeah. when you are, you know. Yes. And it's unfortunate because yeah. the, the audience is, they limit us because, you know, you. I'm not going to do jokes that are only band laughs. Right, right, right. Once in a while. Right. Once in a while you do one for yourself and for that small group because that's those are probably your most rabid fans. Yeah. So it's always a, a mixture of, you know, stuff that's a little broader. Neither one of us, I don't think, ever gets very broad. That's just not ours. No, you know? no, we don't, we don't, we don't have a 
trunk full of props. <laughs> no, well, well, props can be hip, but like, <laughs> but like just the, 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 you know, the sophistication. I mean, I like to think yeah. of us then probably. You gotta, I mean, that's a, that's, that's adjacent. That's prop adjacent behind you. That's a joke. Is it? That this poster of the movie? No, no, the guys in the band. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's an art piece. That's, that's, the, that's worth a lot of money. Is it? Yeah, that moves. That thing. Does it? Yeah. That, that, Does it like have cameras? I, Do you have cameras on it? No. But have you ever it's, turned it's, it on it's during like, Club Random? No, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> noisy and kind of creepy because of those <laughs> it looks faces. Like, it looks creepy even when it's off. But, but you could no, I could make that band play. Really? <laughs> if we wish yeah. hard enough. <laughs> no, I, just by plugging it in. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, you got to plug it in? Yeah, but it's an art piece. Not the wow. thing on. Where does it come from? Not the big Hershey's kiss on the top. No, that, that's a prop from something else. That, that doesn't belong. <laughs> it's, just, it's club random. Everything is random here. Okay. That's what it is. Don't bother me with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you invited me. I know. Don't bother I'm me. So glad you came. <laughs> Took long enough. It's like every week. I'd be like, what's that movie where Judy Garland is as a. She's writing to Miss. Dear Mr. Gable, you know that she's writing. She's writing on a headshot of Clark Gable. It's a very famous uh, summer stock. I don't know, something like that. I thought you would know. No. You, don't you watch those old movies? Yeah, sure. Yeah, back to uh, watching movies with your partner. You've never seen Back to the Fucking Future, right? And I've never seen Back to the Future. Here's, here's, here's what we got to do. Yeah, two why don't we go into there's, your there's, big there's, there's two baller? But this is what I'm saying. Yes. There's two things we got to do. I, I gotta, you gotta. I want to come to your show again, but you gotta come over. I live like five minutes from you. I'm no kidding. So know, you gotta I come over to the house. Live. We'll pick a night and we'll watch. We'll just be two right. men alone in the screening room watching Back to the Future. What could happen? There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. And if you wrong have a with problem that. with that, you're the problem with right. society. I, absolutely. I say the same thing. Yeah. Um, is there something you can take so that if you are roofied, <laughs> it, it uh, nullifies the effect of the drug? I'm just asking. Sometimes there are, you know, drugs that contradict, and I'm just thinking it might be a yeah. good idea. Um, no, I remember being in that room, and I was watching, because it, it is the all-time greatest show, Cosmos. Yeah, oh, yeah. so great. And, and we were, I'd seen the, I'd seen it at least twice all the way through, but this, I think, was the pilot. And, you know, it was just like being in the planet, yeah. planetarium. Yeah. <clears throat> it was, and I remember being in the planetarium. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know. Yeah, that was that, that, that was a, that was an important show. My God, we need that show now more than ever, don't we? And that was 10 You know what I loved about that show? It, that, especially that first season. It sh- every week, it, it, okay, I don't need that. What'd you drop? It, the joint, but it's fine. I know it's smoked pot. Um, is this but, like a, it's, what? Oh, that's what Naugahyde? Oh, it's like... You want to take it out? No, 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 it's fine. Oh. oh. Just felt like it was... Uh... <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. So, like, every week it would, uh, you know, sort of profile a certain scientist yep. in the history of science. You know, some of them were ones we had heard of, like, uh, you know, uh, Newton, Sir mm-hmm. Isaac Newton. And then some were like, maybe I'd heard the name, but I didn't really know what they did, and yeah. some I'd never heard of. But Pat Patterson. The- who? Pat Patterson, who was the, who was uh, the guy that uh, said, hey, there's lead in this paint. Uh, Pat Patterson was on Rawhide. <laughs> well, Pat Patterson was, Claire Patterson Pat, was his name. Pat Patterson was his I nickname. Know. He just sounds like a guy who was on Rawhide. Okay, so 
Pat Patterson, whoever, but they all did like, he discovered like, you know, something with light or something that was so important in like having radio and like these fundamental things. And you realize like all of the way we live is from like a couple dozen people. Yes. A couple dozen science, or else we would just be wiping our ass with bark. And and, and by the way, eating only, roots only in the past. Like you, you look at the, the the tens of millennia that passed before the advent of science, and then here comes science. What right. four four five hundred years ago? Right, barely five hundred years ago. Yeah. and suddenly it's like the computer revolution. Suddenly the speed picks up like that. And here we are at Club Random and with a <laughs> yeah. band that supposedly, by your own admission, I, does its own when thing. When we go off, I'll play it for yeah, you. Yeah, I can't You'll wait. regret it, but I'll do yeah. it. Oh, I'm sure I will. But, but, it's, but, it's, <laughs> but, but what does that tell you about that tool and the disregard we have for that tool in 2023? And, and, and to a certain science. To, to, right. To a well, certain it, degree, it's, it's, science, to yes. a certain degree, social trust is a part of science. Because I'm sure, right. you're, I'm sure you're a fan of Tom Nichols. No, Tom Nichols, don't know that. writer. Tom, he wrote uh, The Death of Expertise, which is essentially... I've heard of the book. Yeah, yeah great book. He writes for The Atlantic a lot. He's, he's a, he, I think he was a Republican at one point. Now he's very much a centrist. And uh, The Death of Expertise was about the fact that, look, we all... This is what civilization is. This is what society is. We all try to pick a, 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 a discipline that works for us and we work hard and... That's why there are doctors and engineers. Yeah, and I don't. I don't dis- and we all trust each I, other. I know another subtle attempt to basically say, "I have the science and you don't." <laughs> no, and, and I you're don't some have the sort of, Okay, this you don't. I don't have does. the science. Do you know that? But, the, there's, the, but the, without social trust, there's so much that you can't get done. Well, there's and and too much too much trust is called naivete. Sure. Okay. So you know that two years ago they discovered a bacteria that was naked to the human eye. They had never seen it before. Like, We're fully, not aware. like fully naked? <laughs> Again with the... Uh, and then um, uh, one of the scientists who was describing it said, it would be like finding a human today who was the size of Mount Everest. Okay. And this was two years you, ago. You should have seen me in, uh, when I was, you know, 29. But yeah. two, this is two years ago. I'm just saying, like, enough with the, when have we ever been wrong... And what information could we possibly lack? We're at the infancy. We're think, at the infancy of understanding the these ones. things. That I think you have a mis. I think um, you have a misconception of the way most scientists think. I don't. I don't think scientists. When have I ever been wrong? The whole. The whole idea. No, but they want to shut up everybody else who doesn't exactly. And of but that's course, why it works. That's why it works. Sh- that we're shutting people up. Within this, okay. Within the scientific community. That's why it works. Because if you put something out there that's wrong, 10 other scientists well, are going to come along. But we don't know what's wrong. And 10, you, and 10 you, other scientists are going to come along okay. and say, that's wrong, but, and here's why, and this guy is okay, put but, to shame. But 16, it's a self-policing enterprise. What you don't get to do is you don't get to be Sean Hannity debating Bill Nye or debating Dr. Larry Brilliant. You don't get to be like uh, that person debating because you didn't put the work in. Not sh- no, I agree. Not Sean Hannity, but 16,000 doctors and scientists. Oh, you're going to give me the Great Barrington Declaration. Correct. First of all, it was 6,000. No, it was 16,000. Was it 16,000? Yes. Okay. Signed something that basically was- Are you sure about that? Yes. 16,000? 
Do you want to look that up? Yeah, I don't have to, but we can, and anything okay. could be wrong because, again, I am not the kind of person. But, okay, but here's I'm two always things. open to new information. I, I know. I, okay, well, here's great some new concept. information about the Great Barrington Declaration, which, which uh, for people who don't know, was put out by six six thousand or sixteen thousand. If we both weren't drunk or high, point is a lot. A lot, a lot of, of a dissenters lot of, who are dissenters. There. Why are your doctors better than my doctors? Is my okay. question. Doctors here's, disagree. Here's, I can't get them to agree on my health here's issues. Two, here's several things about the Great Barrington Declaration, which basically said probably like a few months before the first vaccines came out, they were like, now's the time to let her rip. It's like being, you know, a, a month out from the end of World War One and saying, this is the time to really fucking, fucking, let's, let's, let's let it all, let's let it all cut that part out. Let me go back. <laughs> Let me go back. You're this obsessed is, with this issue. This is, the, this is the alcohol talking. I want- so two months before the first vaccines emerged, the Great Barrington Declaration came out and these doctors said, we should just do what was Sweden? Do what Sweden did. Let it rip. Let the, let the disease run wild because this will be good for people's immunity. Um, there were a lot of fake names on the, on the, in the Great Barrington Declaration. There's a, there's a Dr. Johnny Bananas on there. He's good. <laughs> He's good. He looked at my gout. Uh, he consults with Dr. Vinnie Blumbach. Fun, fu- funded, <laughs> funded in part by the uh, okay. National Institute for Economic right. Research, you which is funded down. by Charles Koch, you the Koch brothers. You wore me down. So there's an agenda there. I can't anymore. <laughs> I, you wore me. You're right. <laughs> Can we stop so talking may, about this? Maybe not the most reliable. Okay. It, well, the point is, let's forget the Great Barrington. I don't need the Great Barrington Declaration. There is a a ruling. I don't need the Great Barrington Declaration. I don't. I, I don't need any you of know you what I have? bastards. Do you know what Missouri versus Biden was? No. Now you, t- now you educate me. Right. Well, see, because if you weren't in your bubble, you would have known that too. But <laughs> things like that don't get in when you're just looking for the information you already want to think you believe. Okay. But the Biden, a very big court ruling this year, which said that the media companies colluded with the government to keep information out of our hands. Missouri versus Biden. Look it up, man. Look it up. And uh, that's exactly what happened. I mean, the New York- In what way? What was the- the Well, like, for example, the New York Times, uh, their Pulitzer Prize winning health reporter, they canned uh, because they wanted to look into maybe the origins of COVID were in a lab in Wuhan, China, which of course they very well may have been. I said from the very beginning, this should not be a political issue. It could have started but, from the wet markets yeah. and it could have started in the lab. Let's not politicize it. They did. Now even Biden administration admits, yes, it might have been coming from a lab, but the New York Times wouldn't let you hear that information. Yeah, yeah. That My, was misinformation. See, that's a danger in saying misinformation because tomorrow that misinformation might be yours. What's 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 fucked about that? And and again, I'm sure there was a conversation behind the scenes that went on in this regard is that when you hear originated in a lab, you think, oh, it was cooked up by scientists. It was cooked up by people as a weapon. Like when I no, think, when I not think necessarily in a lab, as a weapon, studying it. But the average person, gain when they of hear, function study. It was, exactly, exactly. But the average person doesn't think that. They think made in a lab, they think, oh, this was a bioweapon. Who gives a fuck what they think? We're talking well, about vote. government policy. They vote. Okay, but they're, they're not... I don't know what they're voting on because I lost track of this, but if they're voting on the idea that the virus could have started in a lab, prop, my theory is it probably did. 
I don't think they intentionally let it out, but it's also not completely impossible that the government of China would do that. Government of China does a lot of awful things. They do. And that's why the New York Times wouldn't cover it. And their reporter said, someday we're gonna look back at this and understand that we shouldn't have been looking at it at all because it's racist. Racist because they're Chinese, they're, they're perfect people because here's, they're Chinese. Okay, and, 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 and here's where- That's I, where the woke are. I, I'm, okay, well, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, but at this point in time when the people who are most likely to dismantle democracy would love nothing more than to hear you. And, and I'm, look, I, I'm not, I, I haven't, I'm not going to comment on something that I haven't researched. You're too tribal. I'm, Everything I'm has really, to be part of the tribe. I, it's, like, it's, I, I, I can't, I'm, I'm sorry that I can't like always say the thing that will not piss off the tribe. If it's true on the other I'm side, not, I'm not, I'm not, do... I'm not going to contradict okay, I'm what sorry, you said I because I don't, I don't, okay. I don't know. I would sorry. have to go on my phone after this interview and go, wow, I don't know what Bill was talking about. I guess I should look into it, which I do all the time. It's like, I'm, I'm not stupid enough to, to say, okay, yes, is that sorry. possible? But it's, but we are living in a time where we're caught in this, in this neutral zone between the people who would love nothing more than to see the enterprise of the press dismantled completely, gone. And so I'm, I'm a little more forgiving of mistakes than maybe I have been in the past because I don't want to see that happen because I do believe the press is the fourth estate. I do believe the press keeps a, 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 good, a good bit of checks and balances when it comes to, to politicians. When it comes the, to, press. the press. The press is The every, New York Times, the, the Washington is, Post, the, even the Wall Street okay, Journal. you just mentioned all the liberal press that used, I used the to- The Wall Street Journal. I, I think used, the Wall Street Journal is a legitimate- Well, of course very, they are. Very conservative. It's op-ed section aside. Yeah. Yes. Which is batshit crazy. But it's, it's the, the reporting in the Wall Street Journal is solid. That's a conservative. Right. I don't think Fox News is solid, but I think the Wall no. Street Journal is, is respectable. Well, but the problem with the media, the world we live in now, is that they- well, it's, not, it's not just the liberal press. Okay, but the problem with any press, but definitely including liberal press, is that when I hear something, I'll, I'll go, okay, you know what? Uh, what you're saying is probably true, but it's half the story. Yeah. That's, I don't trust either of them. And that's, and that's, well, okay, okay. You're just telling me the part that feeds but, but your narrative. But to say narrative. you don't trust either of them is like, do you, it's like, I don't trust the New York Times or Fox News. I don't. You, you can't equate those two, though. I don't. You, you equate I don't the, equate those okay, two. Okay, good. Thank God. Never did. Made that point many times. Yeah, all right, good, good, good. And if I had watched but your fucking New- show, I'd know this. Exactly. <laughs> Um, do you have to get to dinner? I, I don't want to hold out you. Here by seven fifteen. I don't want to hold you, but I would do this until I had to pee. Which <laughs> do you I, have to pee? No. Do you don't? No. Okay. Neither do I. But that was the only. <laughs> <laughs> but you're healthy, right? I am. <laughs> oh my god. What? Yes. No. That was a, that was a left turn. I am. I, don't I am see healthy. You that often. I, I, I am healthy. You know, Bill. It's you look. Healthy, I was going to announce it at some point. I might as well do it on this show. You're pregnant. <laughs> Men can get pregnant now. Don't say different. I'm pregnant. Yeah. No. I no. I'm healthy as far as I know. Yeah. I just did the uh, right. Had a, I have a physical twice a year because I'm a crazy person. Well, um, that's not crazy. That's not crazy. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it depends. I mean, there are things that they can do during a physical that would be deleterious to your health. Right. right? X-rays and things like that. Yeah. I don't need that finger in my ass you, every time. Not every time. And sometimes at three in the morning. How when, many like, times? I get a call. You, <laughs> how many times? And it's like, just, hey, just want to make sure the <laughs> prostate's okay. What? What fucking time is it? How many times do you get a prostate check and enjoy it before you're gay? <laughs> Five? There you go. See, I was right there. Yeah, yeah. Ready, ready for you this time. 
<laughs> See? Oh god, that was a nice, that was a nice little squeak. Uh, <laughs> that was that was a real delight right there. That was a that was a delighted laugh. You've always been a delightful person. Oh, I just noticed. Yeah, look this at that. is from the movie I was in. <laughs> it sits in this room. Proud. If anything belongs in Club Random, yeah, it is a sign that a sign. It was a cue card from um, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Brilliant concept, by the way. I always told you that. I know you're out there. I I can smell cow vagina because I was the comic in the movie yeah. in a scene and my dear friend Mark Monto played the cue card guy holding my cue cards yeah. up. And the cue cards, of course, they're big pieces of wood because that's the frontier era. <laughs> right. The, but not only exactly. that, you came you came to set with additional jokes. Oh, I wrote you that whole thing. A, well, my guys worked on that. They're like, me, I think yeah. they're like three jokes from the script. Oh, yeah. And then you came no, with I like a stack a whole, of you, fucking... You said you wanted a yeah. whole monologue. Yeah. The only thing I objected to about this is it implies, see, this is a saver. I know you're out there. I can smell cow vagina. It implies that I can't ad lib. Shouldn't it be it, smell the cow vagina? No, not, not, it's no, too no, late no. for rewrites because no, the movie no, came out. No, but... it's, it's, it's exactly the way it should be. Okay, good. I can smell okay, cow good. vagina. All right, great. But I've always treasured this. And there's a whole bunch of them. I looted it from the set. Oh, good. I'm so glad because I don't know where the other ones are. No, you gave it to me. Oh, you good. Also Thank gave, God. You also, I should remember You that also that. gave me once... I mean, I could probably... Oh, we have the Quagmire. I mean... Yeah, you have the original Quagmire sketch It's from 100 I mean, years ago. You would not believe what this got on I eBay. I think that's appropriate. This place looks like Quagmire's home. Right. It's in my home. It's right in... It's in the most prominent place it can be. Ah. And uh, I don't care what they offer me on eBay. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the number keeps going up. Uh, <laughs> Look, Bill, at a certain no, point, don't no. be stupid. <laughs> now I'm sure it would fetch a fortune and I would not sell it for anything. I mean the neon I, bill alone in no, this. I could be living under the underpass and I would have that with me. Uh, I'm joking. I would have fucking sold it and yeah, not no, live under the on, underpass. Let's, I mean, let's come be on. practical here. <laughs> come on. I, <laughs> I said I want you to die before me. I'm not going to start lying about shit now. Come on. We're, we're past that. Uh so where are you eating tonight? I'm very curious where, where a celebrity goes these days. Are you, are you Do you go to the hot spots or do you go, you know, like to the place where you can be like more low key? Do I get, I generally pick the more low key places. I generally pick them. Tomorrow, tomorrow we're, we're, get, we're getting some sushi this evening. You and a lady friend? Mm-mm. Oh. No, I'm having dinner with my agent. Seriously? Isn't that, isn't that, uh, yeah. When and he's, you- and by the time this is, this glass is empty, I'm going to be giving him 20%, which is just not good. What, you lose a bet? Huh? Why are you? No, it's no I'm, I'm kidding. No, you, we all, uh, agents are like congressmen. We all like our own. <laughs> but they have a terrible reputation on yes. mass, right? Yes. Congress, but a budget, but they keep returning their own congressmen. Yeah. Congressmen win office like 96% of the time, <laughs> get reelected. Everybody complains, and then they like their own. Yeah, yeah. I love my agent. How long have you been with your agent? Uh, you know that about, joke about, about the... It's probably, it's been close to, oh, over 20 years. Wow. Well, yeah, that's not true. That's true, because I was with him, and then I left for a while, and then I came back. So if you, the totality of it, probably about 15 years. So you know the joke about the... Um, yes. I know. I, can I tell you what joke? <laughs> okay. Is this the one about the confessional? No. Okay. No. An actor comes home, and he sees his house. It's yeah. a smoldering ruin. Yeah. You know this? No. Oh, and his wife is all tattered. And the dog is dead and the kids are dead. And he comes over and he says, honey, what happened? 
The wife says, oh my God, your agent came over, he burned the house down, he raped me, he killed the kids and the dog. And the actor says, my agent came by? (laughs) 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 That's like... That's not the joke I thought you were going to tell. Oh, I'm so glad you I didn't know you, that one. I thought you were going to tell the one that you always tell me. And then every time I act like it's the first time I've heard. Really? What one was that? <laughs> like the guy who goes to confessional. What is it? The, 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 I believe, you know, Mr. Cohen. I never told you that. You've told person. me that five times. I've never told. You've told me that five times. Hasn't he you're, told me that five times? You're, 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 He's told me that. You're, you're drinking. The drinking is affecting your, your memory. I would never. Well, listen, I'm not going to argue that. You may have seen it five times. It was my first joke. I did it when I was 27 on The Tonight yeah, Show. No, you're proud of it. You should be proud I'm of it. I'm not proud. I would never tell a joke, <laughs> that I, even when I was doing I it I believe now. you know, Mr. Cohen, that you have. You, of course you yes, told me that joke. I've never personally told you that joke. Oh, my God. That's, are you serious? I am totally serious. You have absolutely. You're delirious. Because somebody what, told you, me that joke are, a week ago, okay. and I said, I've heard that joke. Bill yeah, Maher told me that joke. You saw it on television no. or some clip, no. and then you and no. then you transpose oh that to, to real See, life. listen, it's your you're the one who's smoking too much. You have 100% no, told me that joke. I would never do such a thing. I it's, believe you know it's Mr. Ridiculous. Cohen. Look, don't let the war make you revise history. I believe. <laughs> I've been to town. <laughs> I've crossed the highways. And the harbors too. too. I've, I've done, done some things I never thought I'd ever do. Like tell Seth that joke. <laughs> I can't believe you don't remember telling me that joke. I, this is like, is this how it starts? I, it totally think, never, think, think ha- hard. It think never hard. happened. And uh, it, it five times, why would I be repeating my act? You think I was so insecure in my 50s that I was like doing my act for you? Like <laughs> no, in a that, private No, not setting? your whole act, but that joke. I, you were very proud of that joke. And you, t- and you, and you, you shared it with yeah, me. Yeah, when I was 27, I was proud of it. Other than that, it's just a historical remnant. <laughs> It was fine for that age. I I don't do this it. This is what it's like to be fucking married. It really is. This is exactly I'm what it's like. Telling you, don't do it. <laughs> it's like I'm telling is you. This is what marriage is like. Yeah, I'm yes, telling you, it is. You told me the Mr. And Cohen joke. They have chairs like this. Like, <laughs> they do. They have Archie. These are Arthur Archie they really are. chairs. They really right? are. They really are. Yeah. This is like stifle. How many of how many of <laughs> Bill Cosby's sweaters did you have to shred to make these chairs? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is club random. I it know. is, yeah. This, yeah. this is very 80s. Oh, I wouldn't trade anything oh. here. But what a great song that is. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, how about the last? You're the one you love. The one I love. It isn't Milky White, it's Dingy Gray. You ask me if I know the Milky Way. I do. And furthermore, I'd like to say it isn't Milky White. It's dingy gray, especially when your world breaks down. I know, because I've been to town. What a great metaphor. If you weren't doing like a slow pushing on him throughout that, <laughs> you, that was a fucking missed opportunity. And if now you should figure out a way to do it in post, just like a slow push in. Oh, look at you. Because he's never, giving you the vibrato and once, everything. Once you're a director, I see you like, you, you get... That thing where you you're, 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 a, you think you can like no it's a moment right but I'm saying you see life that yeah. way like yeah. I can make but also I think I don't I just I just don't think you do that for everyone I, I don't sure think don't you sing, I think I think maybe well first of all other than Jack Jones <laughs> no one would appreciate the song or know it 
I, that you, I got you, you into that album. You got too. me into that album, and that is that is that is that is the album I now go to when I've had exactly a bunch of drinks. Well, if people don't know, we're I didn't talking, take it seriously, and now I'm like, oh, I get it. It's so amazing. It's, it's like people don't know. Yeah. Let me set the stage. It's 1969. Frank Sinatra did an album written all a theme album written by a gay man, gay poet Rod, Rod McEwen. McEwen, and it is thematic. It has. In, in between all the songs, there's talking parts. It's the little things in life that disappoint you. Not the big things. The newspaper boy who says he'll bring you a paper and doesn't. The dry cleaner who says your suit will be ready and it isn't. <laughs> you know, that's in between. Why haven't we done that live? <laughs> that's in between the songs. Yeah, yeah. But then it's called, he, it's called A Man Alone. Don't ask me about empty... And his voice breaks. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to go somewhere with Empty a, is a string, string of, of dirty days. Yes. <laughs> How about the end? I'm going to go somewhere on an island with, oh, yeah. a, with a mess of records. A mess of records and a ukulele. But it's called A Man Alone. Yeah. It's why I thought you would love it is because, yep. you know, it speaks to us. We're, we, we're bachelors who never got married. We're a man alone. But it says, you know... A man alone, but not lonely. Yeah. Except when the darkness comes. Yeah. Yeah. Dreams, this midnight dreams that fell apart at dawn. There's it's, something, it's brilliant. There's something I have to tell you. <laughs> I do have to pee so badly right now. I okay, can't even. Uh, I know you got <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Fabulous. For doing this. Anytime. Oh, Anytime, really? my friend. Anytime. I loved. We laughed. We cried. Oh yes. We fought. Oh yes. We loved. There's nothing. There's, there's nothing, nothing. Well, there's nothing, nothing I love more than to argue with people I love. Not exactly. Oh, Brandon.